describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome to Grog Talk. I'm James. And I'm Dan. And uh, we're here fresh for a new episode of Grog And look who else is here. It's just surprise guest. Surprise it's guest. Jack. Jack. Right. Golf claps. Yay. So Jack would have the stats of a, what, a wild, well, a dog. Dog, obviously. Yes. So you telling me this dog. Is two plus one hit back? <laughs> Don't mess with Jack. Jack has got, but there's not domestic dog, is there? No, it's it's just uh, he's wild. Well, he's wild. He was wild dog. He's one plus one. He's not a war dog. One, yeah, he's wild. No, it's not you. Jack has two hit points. Okay. Oh, it's two hit points. Okay. Well, he, this is Jack. He's he's our mascot, and um, yeah, we're uh, we're glad to see him. But yeah. I think he's, I don't really feel like he has, he's one plus one hit dice. He shouldn't fight better than a zero level human. Well, you haven't seen Jack in a fight. Jack's going to hang out with me for this episode. Yeah, if you hold on to him. Well, I'm skinny. That's oh, true. Okay. Yes, it's for a wild dog. We were just not as bad. Okay, well, um, you know, the other. Oh, your Monster Manual 3. Interesting. You need to get a copy of Monster Manual 3. Pets and toy dogs. That's why I have my I love my dog shit thing. So uh, we're going to keep rolling because hopefully for the podcast, I'll be able to fix this. Oh, I see. It's still clicking. I see. I, I, I figured something wasn't just, going well. Just, not as, sound, just yeah. not as bad. Okay. So my, my Our show doesn't suck quite as bad. That's right. We're moving, going perfect. We're going on. Ooh, there you go. All right. So we're... we're First of all, we need to announce GrogTon 23, Orcus Fest, All Hail Fest, Feast of Orcus, September 29th, October 1st, at the Doubletree Orlando, 5780 Major Boulevard, Orlando, Florida, 32819. Uh, if you're seeking more information, send a self-addressed... Self-addressed... <laughs> self... Um, what is self-addressed? Self... Self-addressed stamp down below. Oh, that's right. right. That's right. Self-addressed stamp down below. That's right. S-A-S-E. Because we saw that, and we we're like, what does that mean? That's right. how old we were. Yes. To, to, to the Doubletree. I'm sure they'll be appreciative of that. They'll be like, what is this for? Just ask for James and Ann. Um, I would like, if people are going to take advantage of the rights they have as part of the, if you are an Electrum tier member or higher, we want to pay for your ticket. So if you are planning to come to GrogCon, 
um, if you could let me know in April, because I think we're going to try to buy the tickets early. There's, we're talking to Craig about doing a thing that'll make it easier to buy the tickets early. So, oh, I, oh, I come in in costume as an undead creature like that. Oh. That's right, because it is all hail Orcus. There should be. We talked to Craig about that. There should be a discount if you come as undead. Yeah, if you come as a LARP undead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, LARPing undead. Is there? Yeah. Pseudo undead. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm coming as a pseudo undead, so that makes it simple. Well, mm -hmm. uh, LARP. There's a lot of jokes there, but they're too easy. Uh, we also have, if you want, I, we had a few people join Discord recently to play uh, D and D. If you're somewhere where you're not playing old school D and D, you can come out to. The Discord or go out to our meetup and uh, find games out there. Now we can go back to the thing of Go Delicious that Jason um, is has Go Delicious allegedly, mm -hmm. and he allegedly provided a proof of life photo at one point. Correct, but it looked suspicious. Is that a, is that fair? Is that what you were implying? Well, Go Delicious was was not looking at right he's looking Brock. away he's looking away now this is not uncommon right but it does it's at least suspicious why would go delicious be looking away from us right when you think he'd be excited to see us right and so we're sitting he's 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 turned his you know i think that's a very animalistic thing when they turn their hindquarters to you right that means something Right, which which that would make it less suspicious. What you're right, what you're suggesting is that there's there's a counter argument, is what you're saying. It's not Photoshop. It's, right. it's a completely reasonable explanation. Right. So um just hoping he's okay. Looks, this, is, this is the last photo, this was two weeks ago. It looks a little bit like that cover from Flipping and Turning that was banned. Oh yes. Banned cover. Well he is so, he is he is sort of by you there. So um Hopefully, uh, Rob and the Queller can negotiate his release from from Jason. Right. Hopefully, we won't have to like have you know DNA evidence and you know find blood stains. Oh, you should go by Edward. You're a different one. Sorry, Jason. You're oh, there. it's a different Jason. Oh, that's awkward. It is awkward. We're making fun of him, and we're well, not making fun of him, but we can't even make fun of the right people. This is our day. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears now because. I got you a gift. Remember for Christmas, you bought me this lovely gift, which is now I feel a little guilty what I bought you because it's not very impressive. But... Yeah, but it, took two, it was two years ago. All right, this was, this was supposed to be Christmas, and it just came last week. Oh, James, you shouldn't have. I know. That's right. Thank you. For me? <laughs> yes, for you. It's Dungeons & Dragons Mad Libs. Mad Libs. That's right. Look at that. I found it. It's actually harder to find than I thought. I don't know when it came out, but I figured we like Mad Libs. I used to love Mad Libs when I was a kid. Oh, this would be fantastic. We're, we're doing one of today. Course, oh, oh, yeah. Of course we are. This is a new segment. I can't wait. James, you know me. That's right. You get better. You need to talk to my wife about getting me good gifts because yeah. you're crushing it, sir. That's it. And what I like is his ridiculously simple directions. <laughs> That's, you knew this was built for me. Right. It, simple. Yes. And you can take it places um, and entertain Others who may not find it as enamoring as we do, like your oh, wife. Oh, this is going to be hilarious. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, we'll do that once we get done with the announcements. That'll be our first, that'll be our first, uh, first uh, segment. I have some surprises. So, um, we don't have any titles. If you want a title, become a patron uh, of any level, and eventually you'll get a title. If, you pay, if you're a high enough patron, you will do it live on the show. So, be a patron. 
buy stuff. If you want to, don't want to be a patron, don't want that monthly commitment, go out to our merch store and buy cups or something if you want to support us. Thank you for those, and please like and subscribe. One thing we want to support is uh, M.W. Lewis's Nicomindens Tower, a, du a dungeon RPG adventure being published by Smoldering Dung Games. Ah. That's right. It's Kickstarter. It's doing really well, and we will be supporting it. I just wanted to make that announcement. We will be supporting it at the, I think it's a $50 level. So please go out to, I'll have the link here uh, in the show notes. So we were very fortunate to support Brian Larch's uh, Kickstarter, and we want this one to be successful as well. So please support a good friend of ours, M.W. Lewis, and his Kickstarter. Uh, Indeed. Uh, moving on. And issue 10 is done of, of Flipping and Turning. We're getting ready for issue 11, which is the Undercity. To prepare my article for that, just like you do. Um, say that flippantly. Uh, if you want to contribute to that, smolderingdunggames at gmail.com or editorgrogcon.com. Uh, and if you have, if you're one of those many new companies that are trying to break away from the evil empire and you need to advertise, why don't you think about advertising in Smoldering Dung Games? Mm -hmm. As a, so you don't have to face the wrath of the evil empire. Again, we can't name them because we don't want to be potentially uh, litigated. Even, even saying their name is a violation, isn't it, of their license? Uh, I, I believe so. Yeah. I, don't say it. No, I'm not. I did listen to, a, though I feel very versed now, I did listen to a 20-minute YouTube about the difference between copyright and trademark, but I didn't want you to get so excited early this morning about trademarks. and right. that's, that's kind of what you live for. Oh, really? Not really? Okay. But I thought you'd be impressed that I actually spent some time to understand the difference between copyrights and trademarks. Well, you know, there's a podiatrist like learning feet? about I assume they have heart, you know, heart doctors <laughs> and the heart doctors want to learn about podiatry. Well, it's us non, not, people who are not in the business, we just assume it's all one big Right. Thing. Just like people in IT, you know, I, I, I'm in IT and everyone thinks I know everything about an iPhone. I, right. I don't care about it. Right. All right. Well, speaking of that, I did you do a best of for uh, 1983? Well, of course, in the sense of I know what the number I know what the number one song was four years ago today, and I know what the number one movie was. Which one would you like to try to guess first? Well, before we do that, what do we normally do uh, in this show? What, what what have we done for the last 13 months? Get out. What have we done? We have flipped and turned the calendar. Get out. It's like Christmas. There it is. Please Open. do not bend. This is fantastic. Here we go. That's right. Drum roll, drum roll. So for those of you who are listening on the podcast, what we do is we... I don't know. Hopefully it's what I've ordered, by the way. We'll see. What, I have no idea. This could be horrible. Please, please make it a Barbara Bach calendar. <laughs> is it, is it, it was Barbara Bach. Who was the one on uh, Dukes of Hazard? Yeah, Barbara Bach. Please make it a Barbara Bach. Oh, that would 1983 be... calendar. I should have picked that. <laughs> please, please. Sorry. Not a crummy D&D &D calendar. <laughs> Anything but that. So we flip the cat. We get a calendar from 40 years ago. So we had the 1982 Days of the Dragon calendar, and we flipped it each month. And here it is. Do you have, oh, you don't have a drum roll. I, I, uh, yeah. There's your drum roll. Here it comes, guys. Barbara, please, Barbara Bach. Barbara Bach. Barbara Bach. Barbara Bach. No, it's not Barbara. Yes, it is Realms of Wonder, Dungeons and Dragons Fantasy Calendar by Tim Hildebrandt, 1983. 
$6.95. If I'm sure it was on sale. Oh, it was not $6.95. Well, this is... So I saw that. They didn't now. So the thing was, uh, they didn't have uh, a dragon one again. I don't know why. This was the only one I found that was from 1983. So Well, you know what? It is when in 1983. Due is 1983. So, so it's 1983. So I guess we can retire 19... the 1982 calendar. 1983 is already starting to suck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was disappointed. But they have fantasy artwork there, and so we'll put this. Oh, and you know what we should do is we should probably have a giveaway for this. I, you know what? I think so. Right, right. We'll put it here with the pile. Okay, so here it is. Realms of Wonder. So there's, now this is going to be harder. Yeah, there's nothing. That, it's hard to guess because I have no idea. It's not all dragons. Right, as Days of the Dragon was. So right. now you've got to guess what the scene is. And I'm just like, let's. I'm going to show the cover. The cover's pretty awesome. Because in great D&D fashion, early superstition fashion, those people in those, that boat are, are in big old trouble, wouldn't right. you say? Yeah, that's very instructive. That's not good. That's uh, not good. All right, I'm going to go with, uh, hmm, I'm going to go with uh, a giant. Okay. It's I, hard. It is hard. I'm going to go with goblins. Okay. I'll give you a few seconds. I was there, Gandalf. I was there a thousand years ago in 1980. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so what choices do you have? And I like the mushroom stools back here, too. Why don't you, while people guess, so uh, Discover the Realms of Wonder. It is, say, it's a 1980 by TSR Hobby. So this is an official yeah. thing. Uh, magic wear. There's a fire pit. Ice oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Are those the 12? I think they may be the 12. Oh, we don't want to tell them. Okay. I think you're giving the answers. Okay, all. yeah, let's not do that. That's te- that. That was the teacher. That was the teaser. The teacher. The answer. All right. So, final guess. I'm gonna go with That's fire pit. Guess. Dwarf fighting goblins. Fire I like pit. it. I'm gonna say fire pit. All right. Well, that's good because you you read it. The fire <laughs> pit. Look at that. Ooh, that's pretty impressive. That's from Tim Hildebrand. Look at that. So you can show people there. It's yeah, that's perfect. Look at that. Ooh. Okay, yes. It, so, it looks like my, uh, that's the house I want. That's the stronghold I want to build. What are these, what are these monsters, do you think? Because they're just, yeah. They look don't... like humanoids with creepy eyes. The fire, that's like something that uh, John and Laurel would do. Yeah, that would be good for them. So the other thing was I noticed it didn't have interesting facts here, so they were kind of cheesed out. So what have we learned about TSR 1983, James? Things are going bad. <laughs> Things are going poor there, if you recall. If, you recall if you were reading the Game Wizards, this book in '83. Each chapter of this, it kind of tells you how they're doing. The title of the chapter is "This Year Sucks." Yeah, 1975. So if you get to by the end of the book, 1983, they're splitting the party. That's what it's called. So. Oh wow. Okay, but that's still in the future. Yeah, it's still well, this year. We this is kind of foretelling. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just to know for fun fact on page 271 of the book Game Wizards. The revenue for TSR was $26.7 million. They lost $69,000 that year. Ooh. And after that, it starts getting going downhill. So it's a little depressing. But wow. I, that was my second surprise for you. Thank you. You did a, a wonderful job. Thank you. Scary skulls, exactly. So anyway, we got to have a calendar here, and I was fortunate to find one, and I didn't have to mortgage my future, which I was also excited about, because all this stuff is getting super pricey, by the way. Indeed. All right. Uh, now we can talk about the best of, well, this is included. In January 1983, what was the movie and the song we want to start What would with? you like first, movie or the, song? Let's go with the song first. Okay. So, James, what do you think was the number one song January 21, 
1983. Uh, and, and to me, this does say 1980. Right. So in other words, to me, this is, we're, we're, we're leaving the 1970s far behind. And Finally. last week, it was, or two weeks ago, it was, uh, what was it? <laughs> it wasn't Mickey. That was number two. That was Mickey. You, you told me, and I forgot it now. Okay. Um, Tears for Fears. Uh, let me know. Not Tears for Fears. They're, they're later than that. That was a little late. They play, well, MTV played it all the time. Yeah. Shout. Yeah, Shout. Oh and, and Everyone Wants to Rule the World. Let's see. Right. 1983. Early 83. I'm going to say um, De Commissar. Or 99 Luft Balloons by Nina. No, that was, a, that was a good one. That definitely does say 80s. I'm going to give you a hint. It's going to be very attenuated. Okay. Okay, I'm going to start very attenuated. Good. You're going to be like, what? ACDC. Okay, but it's not ACDC. And no, there's no way. Yeah, okay. Uh, so that must be an electricity. Um, not a band ACDC. Right. Right. ACDC. Oh, you were saying that was the album. No, I'm just saying ACDC. I'm, th- I'm it assuming it's electricity. I'm assuming that's the quote, because if it's not the band, then it's... No, it is the band. Oh, it is the band. Meaning it is something connected with the band, but you've got to connect a lot of dots. Oh, all right, I'll give you another clue. Okay, now, this is like a bad game where the, the, the clues are worth making. I'm farther away now than it was. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, uh, the uh, Our Gibbering Mountain. Oh, okay, that, very good. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Land Down Under by Men at Work. You are correct, sir. Ah, oh, there we go. That was good. Excellent. Those were great. Those were great. Uh, things. Those are great clues. Excellent clues. <laughs> Thank you. I got Australia, ACDC Australia. That's what I missed. But there you go. Okay. The, the movie, the number one movie. And here, I'll, I'll give you a real big hint. It's the same as last time. Two weeks ago. So you're going to have to remember, unlike the song. <laughs> oh, boy. That's not good. Uh, yeah, let's see. So... Um, last two weeks ago. I should write these down. Wait, this is like talking to my grandmother. Wait, yeah. Who's his grandmother? Me or you? Or both of <laughs> us. us. Both of us. Right. Um, what did we say? It was it wasn't ET. Uh, was it Raiders of the Lost Ark? Was it Raiders of the Lost Ark? No. It okay. I'll give you. I think I'll give you a hint. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm walking here. I am walking here. That's Christopher Walken. Well, no, I wasn't. Was it? That's Midnight Cowboy, right? Oh, that's hey, Midnight Cowboy. Yeah, Midnight. Cowboy. He hits the. Uh, he hits the taxi. Right? Hey, oh, I'm is, walking oh, here. Is, is that Midnight Cowboy? Is that Midnight Cowboy? That was Taxi Driver. Oh, is I'm walking here? I taxi remember. Driver? I thought it was Midnight. I thought it was Midnight Cowboy. That's Robert De Niro. Oh. Me? Oh, great! I'm, I'm Grandma. Oh, is it Tootsie still? It is Tootsie. Oh, very good. Yes, thank you. I was trying to get to Dustin Hoffman. Just said Mrs. Robinson. Well, that was coming next. Oh, okay. Sorry. Because that's still pretty obtuse. I, I, that is, came out way, I mean, I was think I was, I wasn't even born when. Uh, oh, when uh, graduate? Yeah. Came out, what, 68, 60-something? Well, very good. So we have a calendar. We have an eternal flame. Everything is like it should be. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Uh, so with all this jibber-jabbering done, again, if you like what we're doing or not, 
uh, send us, put us in iTunes and saying how terrible we are. We'll just, we'll quote it verbatim. We, we, we said we would do that. That's right. And now we are ready for Random Encounter. Oh, we're going to do the Mad Libs first. Yeah. Do you have a uh, little jingle? I, have you been thinking about it? Or just like, you know, give us like what, you know, like what you think it might end up being. Have you given any thought to that? Mad Libs! Mad Libs! Oh, Mad Libs! Give me Mad Libs! Oh. There you go. All right. <laughs> Needs a little work. <laughs> just, that's... Okay. All right. Okay, these are the Mad Libs instructions, okay? This is really compelling. These, I... are, these are the ridiculously simple directions. We're probably going to get sued for reading these. In this tablet... Can you paraphrase it so you're not quoting it verbatim? Um, you're going to find stories including... Okay, it's not working. We're just going to risk the loss. Okay. In this tablet, you will we find... Are, we are abiding by the, uh, the current license as it is, Thus, we can use. Yeah, I like when people think they probably don't violate the law when they say things like, I'm going to take this exactly as it is, but I don't own it. Somebody else does. So <laughs> just to let you know, I'm in the clear now. In this tablet, it seems to me they're basically admitting violations. In this tablet, you will find stories containing blank spaces where words are left out. Ah. One player, the reader, selects one of these stories. The reader does not tell anyone what the story is about. Instead, he or she asks the other players, the writers, to give him or her words. These words are used to fill in the blanks in the story. The reader asks each writer in turn to call out a word, an adjective or a noun or whatever the space calls for, and uses them to fill in the blank spaces in the story. The result is a Mad Libs game. When the reader then reads the completed Mad Libs game, to the other players, they will discover that they have written a story that is fantastic. Wow. Screamingly funny. Yes. Shocking. Silly. Crazy. And James, just plain, plain dumb. Dumb plus tame dumb. Wow. Depending upon which words each writer called out. So I think we should do this, though, as a collective. Right, right? exactly. The Grog Empire will right. pick the word. So are we going to take suggestions and then you'll select which word you like of the suggestions yes. or maybe the first? Or is it, okay. Yeah. What I think, because we do, there is a delay. Why don't you all put, uh, I assume they're either nouns, verbs, or adverbs for the most part. Interesting you asked, James. An adjective describes something. <laughs> just so you know I should stop. An adjective describes something or somebody. Lumpy, soft, ugly, messy, or short. I'm right here. Stop talking about me like That's that. Right. Lumpy, soft, ugly. Okay. You guys get it. You guys get the point. You're, you're. D&D players be smart. Right. They, okay. be, they be smarting. Okay. This one. Episode. This is, this, no. is just, this is just a pilot. Yeah, well, don't, don't tell. We're not supposed to tell us anything oh, about that's, it. Oh, you're right. You're right. Well, I'm just going to tell you the title okay. of the, okay. right? The so, theme is. That's right. And this is just the pilot. Right. So if this sucks. This is it. And we're not coming back. And this is, this has often happened <laughs> with our show. This is called Adventure Awaits. Adventure awaits. Okay, so um, why don't you, since there is a delay, instead of us you saying uh, adjective and then waiting thirty five seconds because that'll take forever, why don't people put your uh, why don't we do this? Call out five of them that you need, and then people can put some up. I'm gonna call them. Get your pencils ready. Right, get them ready. I'm calling them all out. Yes, you let's do it. Right, get them all right. out. Here we go. Ready? Okay. I, we need a past tense verb. Okay. We need an animal, plural of animal, so animals. animals. I think that's called animals, yes. <laughs> We're going to look at plural. A verb, an adjective, a plural noun, an animal, 
a verb ending in ing, part of the body, plural, adjective, place, plural, plural noun, adjective, verb ending in ing, adjective, verb, adverb, exclamation. Wow, that's a lot. That's a, I'm sure they didn't. I'm sure the ten people who are on did not pay attention to all that. So let's do the first five. Going back to your original plan, we need a verb, past tense verb. We need an animal. We need a verb, an adjective, a plural noun, and an animal. Okay. And how about how about this, James? Mm-hmm. Well, they're doing the first five. You're going to do, give me a verb. You're going to fill in the rest. Give it a, How's that sound? Okay. So, give me a verb ending in ing. Uh, jump. Oh, ing, jumping. Yep, yep. I can add the ing, James. I know. Give me a part of a body, plural. And this is not family feud. Keep it clean, sir. Toes. Okay. Adjective. Uh, purple. Place. Uh... Topeka, Kansas. Sounds very D&D. Plural? Plural noun. Plural noun. Uh, Nuns. Adjective? Uh, Wet. Verb ending in ing. Uh, Running. Adjective? Uh, Smoky. The adverb? No, smoky. Smoky like verb. Uh, I jump ready. So uh, let's see. We'll go with um, sleep. Adverb. That's like lolly. What's lolly? Lolly, lolly, lolly. Get your adverbs here. here, James. If you, in case you forgot, this this shows very educate. It's a very educational rock talk. An adverb tells how something is done. It modifies a verb and usually ends in L-Y. Modestly, stupidly, yeah. greedily, carefully are adverbs. Uh, how about moronically? Yep. And an exclamation. What's so that? an exclamation or silly word is any sort of funny sound, gasp, ah. grunt, or outcry, like wow, out, womp, ick, or gadzooks. Ah. Or... <laughs> write that how do you down? spell that? <laughs> okay, how uh, about... Was that like raspberry? How about... Uh, ah! Got it. Arg. Okay, what do we have? It must be hell taking notes in his lectures. <laughs> wow. Found <laughs> okay. that funny. I don't need this. I don't, I don't, I don't need this. Okay, okay well, we, well so, we so far, Shannon is the only one, the angry monk is the only one who's playing. Okay, what do we have? We have smashed. Oh wait, okay, so that's a that's a verb. Thank you. He got that, yes. Wolves. He was taking notes. Plural animals, thank you. Howl. Verb, thank you. Stinky. Yep, adjective. Women. Plural noun, yep. Cats. Perfect. Anything else? We have punching knees. And moist and castle. We need any more. Um, we can put, what do we have? We have moist. That would be, that would be. We have have punching, we have 
Moist is an adjective. Yeah. We'll, put, we'll split out. From, instead of, we'll take well, we have to roll the dice. Do we use which one? We moist or smoky. All right. Do we use moist instead use, of smoky? Do we use moist? Yes. With an exclamation point. Absolutely. And what was the other one? Uh, knees and moist and castle. So knees would be... Well, that's a, two body parts as opposed to toes. Part of a body, plural. So we'll take that. Do we use that instead of toes? Yes. They love that. Yeah. yeah, yeah but, well, it's anger amongst dice. I would hope his yeah. dice would be favorable to his thinking. That's true. Oh, they, his dice not, love him. I'm not sure why I'm rolling. They were sent here. They were sent here. Just, like, just for this purpose. To screw us. That's right. Screw at every chance. Okay, uh, anything else? Moist and castle. Castle. So that's a noun, right? Yeah. Hang on. Let me look for a noun. Um, we don't have... We only have plural. Oh, well, we cast souls. Okay, so do do we do it instead of no nuns? Well, nuns. All right, here we go. Are you uh, ready? I'm ready. This is. I can't wait. This is the premiere episode of Mad Libs Grog 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 Libs. Right. Okay. So this is called Adventure Awaits. I want everyone to sit back and relax and enjoy the story. Do I have a theme? I need. I'm gonna have to. I got got some work to do. I need a, some music for background for reading. Go ahead. If we get picked up. Right. This is a pilot. Those who have smashed even a single game of Dungeons and Wolves, a.k.a. D&D, no adventure awaits those who dare to howl it. Whether you're uncovering stinky, world-ending women, already we're in trouble. So far, so good. (laughs) We're not getting picked up, are we? Okay. Slaying a, slaying a mad cat that is jumping villagers or casting a spell to subdue a dragon with two knees. Your bravery is sure to be rewarded. You can explore anything from purple dungeons. Haunted Topeka. <laughs> That's true. That's... <laughs> stay, stay out of Topeka. And mysterious chambers filled with glittering nuns. Glittering nuns. <laughs> glittering, that's a great band. The glittering nuns. That was a 70s band. To even... Oh, they, okay. they never made it past the 70s. Filled with glittering nuns to even a wet relationship. <laughs> All right. Speaking of relationships. <laughs> I'm glad you did that. The laughter. And not another one. Speaking of relationships, role-playing or running your characters is a moist part of the fun. Similar to any adventure, you get what you sleep into. (laughs) So look alive. Be wary of anyone who acts a bit too moronically, <laughs> and onward! Ah! <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah, that's great. Okay. It's disturbing. That was great. troubling. That was very troubling. <laughs> what do you mean, the moist nuns and wetness? Glittering and, nuns. Glittering nuns. The glittering nuns. All right. Some of us. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. So thank you. We should do a D10 just for that segment. Let's so figure out how well that segment did. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Just, See how the did people okay. like, did the dice like that segment? Oh, seven. seven. Is it really a seven? No, but four. Is it a one, yeah. two, something like that? Well, 
That was very good. I, I, I was entertained. You had a good time, yeah. No, that was funny. Okay. But, all right, moving on. So we'll keep doing that because what the hell not. All right, now we're ready for Random Encounter. I'll give you one more episode. One more, one more segment. One more segment. you yeah. got to find one for Valentine. Maybe there's a Valentine's Day one, like a Medusa one or something. Well, you can make a Valentine's. You put a lot of Valentine's words in it. Oh, right? that, you That's know, it. this is why you're here. So smart. Yeah. So we're on to Random Encounters. This is the portion of the show where we randomly roll monsters and have them fight. And we usually have a champ, but we retired the champ, right? The harpy. Right, the harpy's retired. Undefeated, right? Or with a tie. Yeah. It was like a tie. Yeah. A loss in overtime. So we are going to roll our angry monk dice to see if they're coming from the monster man or the fiend folio. We have two of these. One from the Fiend Folio, one from the Monster Manual. We'll start with Monster Manual 2. We'll start with the Fiend Folio, since it came first in time. If, sir, you could please roll a D10 to identify from right, what okay. area the monster is coming from. 10. Oh, it has to be Astral. Astral. I know, right? So uh, this is the this is the astral and ethereal encounter table on page one nineteen of the Fiend Folio. Sir, could you please tell me whether we're in the astral ethereal? So a D six to determine whether we are in the astral or the ethereal. We are in the astral. I will now roll a percentile die to determine. People are commenting about nuns and at nap. Are they angry? You're a blasphemer. Don't blaspheme in here. Oh, you, you better drink some of that holy water, <laughs> sir. Every time, we should open that thing and you should have to like take a little sip every time you do something. I, I, how, the fact I put, I didn't, that was, that was, what do they call that? I'm not a Catholic, but that was an inadvertent sin. I didn't, I didn't do, it was a thing of commission. I just put nuns in. I didn't know the context. It could have been a val valorous thing that they could be doing. You put words in there that you knew were going to cause trouble. Okay. Correct. Roll percentage. You're now, you're now looking at me. You're judging my soul, which is very disturbing, you mind reader. Now, now am I rolling percentile? No, let me, hold on, because you may be confused here, because we're in the astral plane. Now, James, you may be confused about the difference between the two. Yeah. The astral plane is like the superhighway to the outer plane. Uh -huh, right. Whereas the ethereal no! is all oh, God! surrounding you. So we're on the highway again. Remember the right. last time we're on the highway? Someone was like fixing a, a flat. They were fixing a flat. <laughs> Someone got sucked into the dimension door. Remember, we read about dimension doors. Oh, if you boy. go into a thing, there's a whole bunch. Of all right, roll. So you know it's going to be crazy. Yes. Oh. All right, 22. Minor demon. Do you know 23? Would have been a demon prince. Oh, boo! So close. Minor demon. I like it. Number appearing one to three. They're like traveling together. That's a pack. It is. All right. So jets. Okay. Wait a second. Now, where is there a minor demon? But where's it? Just says minor demon. Where's the? There's no minor demon table. You have to look them up in the minor demons. I know. But usually, there's sub tables. All right. All right. Well, because you have to figure out the random demon. We're gonna look. We're gonna figure that first. I fell in love with a little demon. Yes. Okay. Well, it's a minor demon. Correct. So that well, Loth is not a minor demon. She's a lesser goddess. So so there's no one in Fiend Folio too. Well, and then I mean, the other Fiend problem is 
Monster Manual 3. Please, no. no. One's enough. Because they don't call them minor demons. They, they're sub-demons. Oh. Let, me see, let me see what they have, if they call it. Let me just do this before. Well, it's got to be any... Oh, there is a sub. Well, I think 1 to 3 would be minor. Because types on page 16 of the Monster Manual, at the top right, it says types 1 to 3... Uh, it breaks them down by... One to three and four to six. So that's why I was guessing they were the minor. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. But uh, do I know that for a fact? No, I do not know that for a fact. I guess we could look in the monster manual. I mean, the DMG and see if they... Like a succubus. And they got to be... Oh, that's right. They have to be traveling, be able to travel. Right. In the astral plane. This is not very helpful. Demons in the astral plane. Well, you know what? I wonder if the DMG... Because the DMG probably has an astral that's, or ethereal. That's, yeah, that's what I'm look, I was looking in there. Oh, right. You're, right. You're like seconds ahead of me. Unfortunately, let's see. Give me a page, sir. Page 181. Thank you. Useless. Oh, really? It just has demon major, demon minor, demon prince. Same oh, thing. okay. But, all right. Well, but it's got major and prince. This has, oh, this, oh so this just follows. This yeah. follows. Is it one to three, one, one? Yeah, it follows exactly. So there's no, wow. So Dana doesn't give you a subtable. So we know that there's major, minor, and prince. Well, the next page, yes. it's on page 182. Yes. There's an asterisk by major, minor, prince, arch, greater. Where? Where are you at? Page 182 in the table for psychic encounter table. Oh, for psychic encounter. Notice there's an asterisk there. Oh, there is an asterisk. Dice for type or select, but that's not very helpful. I know. Well, it's just saying as far as that's, there is no subtable. That's what I. That's right. What. That's what you've determined by that. Right. So we know that there's, so prints are out, and now it's major versus minor. Correct. Okay. So the question is, all right, hold How on. How do we figure that out? Well, Didn't we talk about this last time? No? Oh, look, demons frequently roam the astral ethereal plane. Okay. Which is very convenient. So, so they all kind of are running around. Well, again, leveraging the previous tables. Uh, oh, Vixon, hello, sir. Vic, what's the difference between a minor and a major demon? Oh, it's, it's funny. Minor demons are underage. That's cute. It's funny. That was funny. <laughs> you, get a, you get a laugh for that. Um. So here's my rationale. On page 178, Monster Manual 7, notice how they have Demon 1, 2, and 3 identified. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. And then on Monster Manual 8, they have 4, 5, and 6. And on Monster Manual 9, they have none of them on there. And then on Monster Manual 10, they have Prince. So again, I'm going back to minor demons are Succubus 1, 2, and 3. Major demons are four, five, and six, and then demon princes. I agree with that. Now, is this the limited? That's, that's excellent this, this detective on, work. Only limited to the monster manual. So we'd have to look in the fiend folder if there's besides for Lilith. Only that's it. That was all I said. That was it. Yeah. So that's that's. And if, I see, if I was running the game, that's what I would do. Yeah, mains aren't traveling. They're losers. Right. 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 Mains are, and they're they're type they're level one, and they're not traveling in the astral plane. Okay. Because they're sub-demons, technically. And right. the, great, the great thing is, all four of these are on one page. Right. They're on page 18 
of the Monstrum Manor. Strangely, the wand of Orcus has gotten left behind. So is the wand of Orcus also traveling the astral plane? (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather fight the minor demons than that. Okay, so the great news about this is is four, and there's a die that has four sides. I was just looking, you know, you have reminded me many times that the glossary may may have that, so I I went to the glossary. Silent. Silent, okay. All right. And then the only other place I was looking for was protect... The scroll of protection from demons. I thought maybe they would have something in there. That was my other. I'm I'm totally reaching now. You're not. Well, no. This is this is. I think this is very clever detective work. Because you already had me on the division in the random other random encounter tables. Why this is, teamwork makes a dream work. Okay. Okay. Oh. Page one twenty eight. The scroll requires one for to read it. If it is to protect against all sorts of demons, including demon princes, seven segments to protect against demons of type six or lower, and only three segments to protect against three or lower. So it keeps that theme of three or lower. Yes. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. So, again, with all those type of things, I'm, I'm arguing that three or lower is these on this page are the minor demons. You know what I'd really like you to do is on your ukulele is to write to do a version of I fell in love with a little demon, but I fell in love with a minor demon. Oh, I love with a minor, minor demon, minor demon. demon. And, you know, a succubus is a minor demon. It is. So it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm going to work on that. <laughs> Thank you. On my list. All right. So you're on a D4. I hope it's a succubus because that'd be kind of cool as the random, wouldn't it? Yes. One. It's a succubus. Yay! Ding, 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 yay! So now the song makes sense. Yeah. Well, it would have been more disturbing if I fell in love with a rock. That's true. <laughs> or, or her song, or whatever. And the great news now is we can get a, just like you had Go Delicious, uh-huh. we can get a succubus plush toy. Oh. Yes, yeah, someone get work on that. <laughs> Our ratings are going up. We should just go blue. That's... Don't you think? We should just, that, we need more ratings. Well, I assume so, but I, I mean, that's what I thought we were going for, but okay. All right, so we got, in this corner, we have a succubus. Now we need yeah. to figure out the, the next contestant. Okay. Oh, yes. Sorry. I was distracted. I know. You stop, stop looking at it. When you tell a junior high boy, succubus. Okay. Oh, just don't look in the back of the DMG. Then. Too many books. Okay. Oh, is there, that's right. Oh, she's the one on the rock? Yes. Yeah. I assume it's a succubus. She has bat wings. <laughs> True. Okay. We are now going to... Don't we have to, don't we have to decide which one Monster Manual theme for? Uh, no, I rolled both. I, oh, I apologize. I didn't I see rolled that. both. It's Monster Manual 2. Oh, okay. Boo. So I need you What's to... What's favorite monster book? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Except for the Monster Manual 3, which there's... I'm waiting for the PDF so we can incorporate that. Mm. Roll D10, sir. Roll D10. Eight. So a harpy versus a succubus would have been good. Yeah, a little bird on bird action. Get it? Aquatic. Oh. This is odd. This is so odd. Okay. <laughs> okay. I need you to roll a D6. D6. On what type of water we're in? Six. Deep water. Tropical oh. and subtropical water. Oh, so succubus. Demon takes a holiday. Exactly. On the beach. <laughs> it's, like, it's like for like in France or you know, south of France or something. The, you know? uh, the Riviera. That's what she talked about. <laughs> yes. Uh, she's encountering what well, in the deep water? Why do they have to fight? That's right. They just have a vacation. Well, well, it is a random 
encounter. Oh, that's true. Okay. So she's going into like, so she's taking a swim. I'm going to go get some, I'm going to go in. I think I'm going to go in for a minute. Right. So she's heading into the water. Right. It, not every encounter, we've talked about it, every, not every encounter has to be a, a violent encounter. So do you think you could be like at the beach? And it's just like a succubus, and she's like, mind your own business. Right. Why is everything about you, you know? Well, there is, I don't know if this is disturbing or not, but there is an old dragon magazine where the, the adventurers are at the beach, and there's all kinds of monsters there. Do you, you remember no, that? No, I don't remember that. Dragon magazine? Yes, there's a dragon magazine. I don't know which issue, and of course, we're stopping the show, but of course, but of course. It's that, in, it's, and it's not like 172. Here it is. It's in double digits. Page 75. I remember that cover. I didn't know that was an adventure. It's a D AD and D aquatic adventure. What's the adventure? I don't know, but for those looking at home, I want to know. Hey, I'll show you in a second. I'm just showing the, the beach picture. The fact I remember this from what year is this? Is this from 1983? June of July of 83. Wow. There you go. So they're on the beach, and there's your aquatic encounters. Yeah. So there it is. So the, the succubus is on the beach. Okay, and no, I did not realize that that referred to an adventure, even though it says up there, AD and the Aquatic Adventure. Yeah. So, can, oh, I do know this adventure, of course. Yeah. Well, that was on the beach. Can Seapoint be saved? Oh, yeah, yeah, you did that one, didn't you? No, no, I was going to, oh. though. I was close to, I was thinking about it. Yeah, can Seapoint be saved? Well, so it's, it's a water adventure. Yeah, but it's not really, you're not like on the... I thought you meant like you've got, you know, the dogs are running around, the wild dogs on oh, the beach, okay. and you know, you're sunbathing. Well, we had the urchin, remember? We had the urchin we did as one of the monsters, too, so. A land urchin. Land urchin. a land yeah. urchin? Yeah, but it was. Yeah, you're on the beach, and a yeah. urchin walks right. up and attacks you. There you go, sir. There you go. So, yes, 75. Oh. I feel very proud of myself oh. that I remember this. Here's a second. Wait. Why is that? Support Grog Talk that by becoming like a patron at www.patreon.com backslash Grog Talk. Why is he? Poor Speedos. He should be in your, should be in the Fruit of the Looms. Well, okay. He's a barbarian. What do you expect? He's or a pirate. Okay. I like this guy's prepared. He has a star, the, the wizard, so he can. Oh, they're all, yeah, they're like adventures. Like a, right. He's a... Mut, money. What does it say? Says money something. Oh, it says money on his on his towel. Yeah, right. okay. we're completely enamored by this dragon magazine. We gotta get the person who did that cover. Okay, uh, so, that would be Jack Crane, nineteen eighty three. Jack Crane, if you're out there, come on. We'll we want to talk about your cover. <laughs> your disturbing cover. Okay, Sorry. Jack. Okay, we need to know if it's the surface or the depths. Okay, so we know it's tropical. What do I have to do? Just whatever you want. Sure. One to three. Is... Of course, it's on the surface. All right. So she's going in. So what's she going to have? So the poor succubus. So basically, because she's what? She's the best, right? Yeah. And beaches suck there. Yeah. The they're all rocky. Ter terrible. I mean, they're like the northeastern beaches. Right. Right? In New Jersey beaches. <laughs> New Jersey, exactly. That. <laughs> well said, sir. <laughs> Rockaway, Rockaway Beach. That was New York. That, that was right? Rockaway. Rockaway. Well, they actually have sand there, but I'm sure part of it says. It wasn't <laughs> right. great. Right. So she wants to cut. She's like, are you kidding me? She, so she's like, I'm going to the Prime Material plane. Right. For her vacation. Right. Okay. Got some time off. She's got two weeks. <laughs> she's, she's, she's banked it. That's right. Use it or lose it. Exactly. The winter's uh, it's a tough time in hell. Or, it is. She works for Orcus. Probably is a consort of Orcus and tired of him. Does she work for Orcus? I think they all work for Orcus. Oh, no. Oh, that's weird. Well, she's a succubus. Who's the, who else would be there? Demogorgon. Does she work for Demogorgon? 
Oh. Jubilix? No. <laughs> uh, Loth? And there's, well, there's also the, the uh, Noel guy. Oh, you know, you know, you, you know, you know, you, you know, me. you know, me, you know, me He's down with, all right, you know, me, no, Loth, like, oh, she's run away. She's really, like, no, no, she's, yeah, she's, no one she's fled. Yeah. Oh my God. She's by herself. She's, she's, she's not coming she's back. That's right. She's had a tough suck. This abyss sucks. All 660. You can't let anyone go to the prime material plane. That's the risk. That's right. You send her to the prime material plane, they're like, back. this is awesome. Yeah, it's kind of like. Seeing the beach? That's right. The well, beach? it's it's kind of like, uh, you know, when they had the Iron Curtain up. Once they yes. defected, they didn't want to go back. They, they didn't have any problems. People want, very few people wanted to go back. So Yes. So she's, yeah, she's like, yeah, all right. She's just not coming back. Right. Oh, see, this is what's going on, though. I'm telling you, this encounter, there's more to this story. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, now we got to figure out. Eight and a D8 and a D12. Ah, uh, yes. The yeah. Monster Manual 2. Six. Tadpole. Oh. A, uh, it's almost a whirlpool. What is a whirlpool? It has an asterisk. Whirlpools. Okay, I'm not going to read about whirlpools. It is a sanguin. Oh, sanguin. Sanguin. No, we had Steve Marsh. Yeah. Remember, right? He he created the sanguine. Yeah, I believe so. I think James, that. do you remember how long the entry is to the sanguine? It's about four pages long. <laughs> this is not good. Do I have to read that whole thing? Yes! Ugh. No, I'm not reading that thing. Go back and watch the Steve Marsh episode of Broad Talk right. for more information. Right. That's right? A, that's a long time. Okay. Yeah, we're not going to read the whole thing. So, oh, sanguine are lawful evil. Yeah. Oh, wait, but they're not working for chaotic evil. No. This story doesn't make sense. What's going on here? Well, read a little bit. Read the first paragraph. We don't need to read well, about Well, we need the... to read about succubus. Yes, okay. that's, probably, that's right. in the Monster Manual as well. No, of course. All right. So, the succubus, James, frequency. Now, I don't know. I assume this is prime material plane frequency. Well. No, we... it can't be. You know what? Let's get it. No, because the type 1 and the type 2 are common. Yeah, I would say. So that's not prime material plane. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say rare. Correct. Number peering? One. They only work alone. Armor class? Negative one? Zero. Very close. Okay. A movement? Uh, both uh, on land, both walking and, and flying. flying. Uh, I'm going to say 12 and 18. Yes. Hit dice. They're like seven plus something. Seven plus three. Six. Oh. Close. Percent in layer. Mm, 50%. 5%. Oh, wow. They're not, yeah, they travel. Uh, okay, so um, I'll do the rest of this. So two attacks, only at one to three, one to three. Yeah, but that's not what people worry about. What, what do they worry about? The level drain. Exactly right. Energy drain, and do they have any special defenses? Oh, this is going to be, this will be the killer. Special defenses? Uh, charm? No. Um, polymorph? Plus one or better weapon Web, Oh, hit. plus one or better. That's going to be a problem. Yeah. Can we roll at least for a chance? It's a chance a Sahanguin could have a magical item. Or it could be a powerful Sahanguin. Okay. Oh, right. That's what I keep forgetting about that. High enough level. Compensates. Magic resistance? 5%? Uh, 70, 70%. Oh, gosh. Wow. Horrible. This is important information for you if you ever run into one. Intelligence? Very. Yes. So they're just like, so they're like these people that like, they're gorgeous and they go to Princeton and you just hate them. Right. And they suck your life. 
they drain you. Right. So she's gorgeous. They're gorgeous. And you can't touch them. They can't touch them. They're gorgeous. So basically, they're like the femme fatale of film noir. They're, they're just, the they're the girl we all wanted to spend time with in high school, but and they know it, and they know it, and, and they, they use they it. tortured us. Oh. We were in hell or in the abyss. This is getting very personal. Very personal grog talk. <laughs> this, uh, this time on grog talk. Okay, uh, how tall are they? They're medium. Six yeah, six feet though. Wow, that's a, yeah, that's a tall demon. Oh, they have psionics. Okay, I'm going to read this because this will be easier. These female demons are usually not found in numbers, for they prefer to act alone. A succubus in its natural form appears very much like a tall and very beautiful human female. Name your favorite tall, beautiful human female from the 80s. From the 80s? Uh, oof. Let's see. Brookshire. Eh. Oh dear. Yeah, that's their early eighties. I was thinking. It's nineteen eighty-three. Uh, oh, that's true. Eighty-three. Mm. We're all. Who was the one that was in Weird Science? That's what I was trying to think. Oh, of. okay. Yeah. It's not Barbara. It's not Barbara. What was her name? Someone. Yeah, she was yeah. married to uh, Eva Cigar from Point. Married her. I don't remember. You folks know that. Oh, and then there was the white, the one that was married to the White Snake. Uh, Tanya Kane. I know. Okay. Her. I know her. But yes, there's there's a few of them. James, although the bat-like wings immediately show the observer it's, it's rude, wow. her true character. Succubi cannot be harmed by any sort of normal weaponry. Now, that's not actually true. If you're strong enough, you're a you Well, actually, that is true. You, it only counts for hit dice. You, you have to be a monster. You, you can be a 20th level oh. cleric. You can't hit. If you don't have a magic weapon, you can't hit them. But if you're a 4 plus 1 hit dice... Creature you can attack. Oh, I see. Succubus can cause... At least per the rules. Well, we're going to be looking at those rules. Ah, Kelly LeBrock. Thank you. Thank you, mm. sir. Succubus can cause darkness in a five-foot radius. Oh, so it just all goes dark. Uh, the kiss of the succubus drains the victim of one energy level. So I don't get a save? No. It's just like, a, just like undead. Wow. If you and get hit. Well, if you get hit, she has to hit you. Wait, what? That's a hit. That's her attack. It's a kiss. Yeah. Right. Well, not if I allow it. Right. Well, some do. I mean, because I could be, uh, what's the word when you're just like, you know? Oh, compliant? <laughs> <You're> willing. <laughs> Where, like, you automatically can kill somebody, right? Isn't there something? Helpless? Yeah. No, oh, yeah sleeping? You know, like when you can like. Yeah, eat. coup de gras. Okay. All right. Moving on. Um, I feel like we're playing Pyramid or Pat was. Uh... Right, 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 right. <laughs> it is a yeah. Oh, yeah. We should. Oh, we should do a twenty. We should, that's what we should just say with the twenty thousand dollar pyramid or something like that, right? Yeah, with Rob. Like, all right, Rob. Twenty thousand pyramid. Oh, so people in the chat could say, "All right, on the chat, give me. Don't look at. Don't look. Give me just something D and D. A D and D related word. Just any D and D. You know, like like long sword. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm right. Gonna, right. I got you. We're gonna play pyramid. I got you. Well, I wouldn't we? Yeah. Sounds good. I'll just turn my back. Sounds, I'll look okay, at and I'll keep reading this as we wait for that to come. Okay. So, uh, the kiss of a succubus drains one level, and all mm -hmm. succubi are able to perform any one of the following feats at will. Yeah. Does this mean more than one time a day? Yes. Become ethereal, as if using the oil of the name, charm person. Oh, so they charm you, then they see, then they kiss you, and you're yeah, willing. That's it. ESP, they know what you're thinking. Ooh, he likes me. Clear audience, suggestion, shape change to any humanoid form of approximately their own height or weight only. 
and then they can gate in. Things go bad. They gate in a type four, which changes a major demon. Right. Type five, major. Or one of the lords or princes. Five percent shit. That's power. Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's why you don't mess One that. of the lords. Like, oh, that's why it's all nose. That's right. Cause they just, work for anybody. They, they're like, man, I'm on my own. They call them. Yeah. There's only a 40% chance of such a gate opening, however. Succubi rule lower demons through wit. What are lower demons? They rule lower demons. Well, those are mains. Those are sub-demons. But maybe the, maybe the type ones are. Through wit and threat. Maybe type ones are less than. Type ones are worse. But they have eight. No. They have, they, have, huh. they have eight hit dice. What is that? Now we don't know what that is. Oh, God. Right. Really? I got to look it up. You got to look up the word? Yeah, where's my phone? Well, I don't know exactly how to. All right, hold on. All right, so we have a word. So we're getting ready. So this is another segment. This is another segment about. of D&D uh, $20,000 Pyramid. Yeah, but it needs to have like a D&D type name. You know what I mean? Um, the Lost Pyramid of D&D. Okay, all right, all right. Um, all right. How many? Are you, you got time? How much time? We have 60 seconds? All right, we'll play the, yeah, we'll, we'll do the 60 seconds. All right, timer. do a timer. Or we'll play the song. 30 seconds, right? Okay, yeah. Okay, this is a, uh, it is a, it's, it's a weapon. It's a two-handed pole weapon. It became prominent. Glaive Gassane. During the 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th Pike. centuries. Halbert. Yes. Oh, ding, 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 ding. That's not. That wasn't bad. That was not bad. Okay. You gotta look up Halbert? Yeah, I didn't know exactly what it was. I mean, I just, I knew like, it's a weapon. That's all it's, I know. It's the, it's the Swiss, uh, the Pope's Swiss guards use a halberd. Okay. I believe. Mm-hmm. I see. Ah. All right. So, on to say, on to say, sanguine. All right. Now, the sanguine are basically, I mean, they're just a big waterborne race, and they're lawful evil, and there it is. And so... Oh, Robert Downey Jr. Okay. He was in uh, Weird Science. Yes. Is that what, what they're saying? That's what they're saying, yeah. Yeah, he was one of those, the two dudes. Yeah, know, the other right. guys, you know. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So, there's sea devils. Sea so, devils. it's devil versus demons. Devil versus demons. That's great. The devil men of the deep. Um, they do, All right. So, he's actually he's coming to the surface. Mm-hmm. So, if they're encountered, no, that's in their lair. So, you have a baron. A baron. A baron, baron, baron. sea devil. Mm-hmm. Okay, they don't wear armor. What page is this on? I am on page 84. Okay. And actually, we have a photo. A photo. We have a drawing of what's happening here, right? The same one's coming out. He's coming out of the water. So there is a group of these creatures to be armed as follows. Okay, there's a 30% chance spear and dagger, 20, a 50% chance of trident, net, and dagger, and a 20% chance of heavy crossbow and dagger. So I now roll percentile dice to determine what... 63. Trident, net, and dagger. Trident, net, and dagger. Trident, net, and dagger. That's what he's got. All he's, right. He's hosed. Is he? He he's, is. If he's just the normal Shahagan, he would. Well, where, this is so long. Where, I mean, am I supposed to roll if he's a king or a, or a baron? Well, let's see. You have to first figure out how many there are. Oh, they're always led by a chieftain. He will have one lieutenant for every 10 members 70 of the group. 70 what did you say? 70? But even on page 84. The chieftain will only has four hit dice. So yeah. that's not going to be enough, is it? Four hit dice? If it's four plus one, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's four plus four. So he has to be a chieftain. Right. 
Banasai will always be led by what well, they're counted in their land. Well, first, the first thing we have to figure out. Oh, Banasai will always be led by a chieftain. Have one lieutenant every ten minutes. The chieftain have four dice. Lieutenants have two at that three plus three. Okay. Oh wait, there's clerics and assistants. So it could be a cleric. Oh, the fifth eighth level. There's a possibility. Yeah, there's a prince. Although there's, a, if a cleric is with the group in the lair, she'll be fifth to eighth level. There are always two to eight sharks to saying, oh, in their lair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is not in the lair. And clear is not in the lair. Right. It's not in the deep. Right? Right. I mean, the, the print, all right. I mean, so is there a chance? So I guess we should roll to see if it's, it's the prince or a cleric? Uh, I guess we could try that. Or we can just say he's a dead man. Is, I mean, the, par is, the, is, is the prince below the baron? I think the most important thing we need to do yeah. is roll, look at the description in the middle of page 84. That's the only thing we should roll for because it's hilarious. The Baron, the guards, the no, females, the uh, hatchet. Go under description. It's like the seventh paragraph on the right-hand side. You see it? Yes, I do. A typical Sahaguin is blackish green on the back, shade to green on the belly. Fins are black, okay. About one in 216 Sahaguin is a mutation with four arms, which are completely usable. We have to roll for that. I don't know how you roll one in 216. <laughs> well, we can, we can, we'll, no, there's a way to do it probably. We, first, we're going to roll like one out of 100, and then I think we roll like a 50% chance that it, Okay. Oh, well, I don't know, something like that, yeah. It's just funny that they picked one in 216. Well, I think you roll three, yeah, whatever. We're going to start with percentile, because it's less than one. Well, what's the percentile chance? What's what's one divided by two sixteen, and then we roll three. We roll three ten sided, right? Whatever. Uh huh. Go ahead. All right, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll percentile. I'm gonna start. Look, if this is not a. This is. I'm gonna. Well, let's go if it's one out of a hundred. It's got to yeah. be a zero one. I mean, right. Anyway, yeah. that, no matter. chance. Nope. No. No. Twenty five. It's not a mutated one. It's just a normal sahag. We can't. We can't. We're, we're playing too much DM. One in a hundred chance it's the Baron. Prince. Whoa! Oh, zero, zero. Uh, that's the off the wrong way. That's the wrong way. All right. He's just he's, a sanguine. He's just a hang, sanguine. So All this right. will be quick. Okay. So are you the... You, who do you want to be? I'll be the... Is Dan the succubus? No exclamation point. No, hey, baby. I'm a man. You're a man, baby. <laughs> I'm a male sanguine. I'm I'm the succubus. Okay. Uh, okay. So let's roll for surprise. Okay. Exceptional, not very. Counted her. I was some not surprised. You're surprised. Uh, I'm surprised two segments. Oh, you're like you're like on your back. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm chilling out on the on the inner tube or no, whatever it is, you know. Mm -hmm. So what you uh, let's see how close you you um yeah I'm in the water frolicking. Oh, and I mistake you for like a, I don't know, a, a seal. A seal. <laughs> wow. I'm t you're 10 yards away from me. Oh, yeah. You, you wanna, and you and I try move at 24 underwater. Yeah, you probably would want to net me. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm throwing a net over you. That's exactly what yeah, I would we'll do. Make your attack. Okay. Here we go. I'm in for a surprise. Mm -hmm. 17. Oh, that's pretty good. What well, dice for you? Two plus two? Oh, yeah. Wait. And am I like... Are you on, like, like a, a rear attack? Oh. Well, you oh. said that you're, like, floating. Are you, <laughs> hang on. Are you floating on your back? Is this a rear attack? <gasps>
Ooh, you said that. No, but I'm in my front. I'm not. I'm. Your eyes are closed. Eyes closed. You're I'm relaxing. I'm relaxing. Nice vacation. <laughs> nice vacation. Honey, watch out! Watch out for the sanguine. <laughs> That's there's a sign. No sanguine. No red right. flags up. Right, a warning. It's a hangar. Was you all seventeen? No swimming. You yes. hit. Of course. I'll right, teach what's, you. What does the net do? Your vacation sucks. <laughs> what, what, what does the net do? I, okay, I gotta find this. This is like I don't know. Call Stephen Marsh and ask him. Before it's gonna take me forever gotta, to find. You gotta this. know your character. I'm oh, I'm trying to capture you. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. For prisoners are usually imprisoned, tortured, and eaten. Oh, so I'm just like oh, I'm. I'm just going out to get like right. sent to get like a capture a exactly like a, a dwarf swimming dwarf or something like that. Exactly, that's exactly what you're doing. I think so. I just think you're like yeah, you're like a topless woman swimming. Why didn't I notice the wings? Nets are set with dozens of hooks, which make escape from one virtually impossible for unarmed victims or creatures not able to grasp and tear with a strength of sixteen or greater. Where are you at? Uh, the second paragraph on the second column where it talks after you look at spears yes. are used in th as thrusting weapons, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? Oh, my gosh. I may actually capture you. You're trying to capture me. Okay. They're set with dozens of hooks, which make escape. Nets are used to entrap victims. Okay. So how do you... So I just hit you. That means that you're... I, the net... I'm in the net now. You're in the net. Now what do you do? Oh, you got a bunch of, oh my, you got a bunch of magic. Well, I'm like going to the deep. Oh, so you're, you're, you're pulling me down. Okay, so now it's initiative. Okay. You're, you're bringing me, you're bringing me down. Because, you know, because currently. It's very you, misogynist of you, Because, you way. know, currently to me, mm -hmm. you know what this encounter is like for me? Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. It's like, okay. Right. I'm like, I'm like, that was easy. Right, exactly. That's typical. So that's what you do. You like head to the beach looking for like people swimming. Right. And you just... So, grab them. <laughs> you, you really do got to keep a close eye on your kids. Right. Oh, is there a lifeguard? Can we roll? Sure. Because, like, you, they, the lifeguard may see this. Right. Yes, but... Oh, is he's, he sleeping? He's, he's, well, let's roll. Is he sleeping? Yes. Oh. <laughs> he didn't, Are you going to scream? He's sleeping because he's sleeping because he was charmed and probably poor, level drained by the succubus. <laughs> it's her own fault. Him. That's right. She killed him. Oh, he's like, hey, baby. That's right. It's like a Baywatch thing. That's she's like, yeah. Hey, she's running. That's right. She's like Pam Anderson running across the beach. She's probably gonna. She she should have her own show. This Don't you think? Uh, she, better than our show, she's absolutely. Like, yeah, she's like Pam Anderson. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so now it's what are you doing? You're dragging me yeah, down. Yeah, of course I am. What else would I do? I'm going to Tuesday. become ethereal. Oh, okay. That's what I'm going to do. Do you want me to oh, try so to... You're, you're rubbing oil of ethereal this time? That's what it says. Yeah. As if the oil of that name. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. God's, God's happy about that. Okay, so I'm going to turn ethereal. Okay. This vacation has become crappy. Six. My oh, initiative. right. Four. All right. You want it. Now I am ethereal. So you're so so you're there, you're just in the ethereal plane. Like that's half right. there, half there. Now I'm not, I mean, the net the net is empty now. Oh, that's right. Because you're just oh man. So I would probably notice that. Well, let me see. Do I notice that? I hope so. No. no just keep going. <laughs> well, because there's like a lot of resistance. You know what I mean? There's like anyway. I'm just so I'm just swimming down. I've no Sahag Sahagin? Is that how we're not saying it? Sahagin. Sahagin. 
I don't know. We, I think, I'm sure we asked Steve Marsh. We did. Well, there was, no, wait a sec. There was a Dragon magazine right, they, they that described. had the pronunciations. Right. We really need to print that out and I'll just have that with us now. Yeah, I have no idea. Right. I'm totally clueless. I'm okay. heading back to the, so what do you, Am I going to finish off this Sahagin? Yes. Oh, God, yeah, I'm coming after you. Oh, okay. All right, so what am I going to do? Well, the next round. You you're keep swimming. Yeah, I'm just... Um, yeah, I think... Should I just try to gate someone in? Because this is this thing is just keeps going on and well, on. Well, because yeah, you need to do your vacation. You need to get back to your vacation. Right. I'm going to try to gate. So when you're in the ethereal plane, but you're underwater, so the water doesn't affect you at all because no. you're in the ethereal plane. Correct. So you can move through the water just very easily. Relatively easily, yeah. Oh, so you could be underwater and have an ethereal encounter. Yes, in theory. Okay. If, if especially if you use psionics or something anywhere, you can have an ethereal encounter. Oh, you could blast my little brain. If I oh, I don't have that. I have, I have attack mode D. Mm. Oh, right. If I had attack mode A, I could. Well, obviously. Yeah, that but goes outside. You don't have any psionics, correct? I do not. Yeah, so then I can't do that too. Got it. Okay, so what are you gonna do? Uh, you're to gate someone? Do your yeah, I'm gonna work? try to gate. You are on vacation, right? That makes I really sense. don't want to deal with this. No, this is kind of annoying. Way annoying. But I'm perturbed that you dared try to ruin your vacation. Ruin my vacation. So I am gonna gate in. A, uh, I'm gonna. Well, the I'm gonna gate in a type four demon. That should be the easy. Oh, is that what it is? You get to pick which one you're trying to gate in, or is it random? Oh, it's random. I guess oh, okay. I gotta see if it opens. So that's my turn. Because the five percent chance is yeah. a demon. Prince. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm not gonna choose. You're right. It's a percentage of that. So initiative three, four. Oh, okay, well, you're get deeper. Okay, I'm gonna try to summon. Thing. I need wait, a wait, wait. Can I have a question now? Yeah. If it does work, the gate. Are they gated into the ethereal plane? Or are they gated because can they well, be underwater? This round, I'm coming, this round, this round, I'm coming back. I don't think they need air. Okay. Because they live in hell. So. Demons. The abyss. The abyss, thank you. If really roam, blah, 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 blah. Well, let's roll and see what happens, because we may not even have to have this conversation. Right. Well, I'm going to... So I, I popped back out of the ethereal plane, and now I'm floating. Oh, wait. You, so what you're saying is, to gate... Wait, why are you popping back out of the ethereal Cause, plane? Because I, I, I want to be in the water. I'm going to gate in the water. I'm going to have the demon... So you feel like you need to... I don't want... Because it would gate in the ethereal plane. Is that right? But couldn't he, if he's in the... Oh, you can't... If you're in the ethereal plane, can you attack me in the prime material plane? N not unless it's a thing that allows that like to a, happen. Like a ghost or something. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm in another plane right now. Oh. I'm in a parallel plane. I'm right next to you. Right, I got you. So you're coming back in. I'm coming back in, and then I'm going to gate the guy in there. Oh, yeah, wait, because how are you breathing underwater? I don't have to breathe. No, but before you went ethereal. So you had to go ethereal, because you can't... Right, okay. Um, it doesn't say anything about breathing. Hmm. Demons don't need to breathe. Hmm. I'm pretty sure about they it. They don't have lungs? Well, they may have lungs, but they're not necessarily... It doesn't say they have to breathe. Yeah, but you know, it's not like you have underwater encounters with these things. True, but probably because they don't like to be underwater. Well, you've I don't know why I'm having this conversation. You've declared your action. Right, I've, I've come back. That's so what you, you, you've got to do what you said you're going to do. Right. So you're underwater. Right. And if you want to make a claim that they that the demon prince Yunogul or one of those needs to have air to live, that seems odd. Is there a chance I'm back in Valeria? <laughs> oh no, I don't know what that is, but okay. All right, so uh, initiative. I'm back. I'm back underwater, but I'm not in the net. That's the important thing. You have a two. Simultaneous. So I'm going to try to gate. Okay. And then I'm going to leave. I'm going to 
But I'm going to see if it works. Yes, my gate works. Wait, you rolled a five. Five means that it's what a four- percent? Well, it's a forty percent chance the gate opens. That's the first thing I had to roll. Yeah. Now I have to roll to see if I roll ninety-five or above, the demon prince. Comes. Ninety-six or above, probably. Yeah, ninety-six. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, a four! You should have gone the other way. Ah. Uh, it's only a type. It's only a type four demon. Got it. All right, type four demon. Page so, seven. Page nineteen. Okay. N- now, now, fishney, etc. Etc. What is that? What, what is that in parentheses? Must mean other names. They may have other names that they can be named by. Okay. These demons combine the worst features of an ape and a boar. And their small wings appear unable to bear their ponderous 10-foot-tall bodies. So, unlike lower sorts of demons, unlike, yeah, look, lower sorts of demons, type 4 can be hit only by weapons and missiles. Oh, God, a magical sword. Much as a type 3, these demons cause darkness in a 10-foot radius. I don't care about that. They have these other abilities which can be employed. Create illusion, cause fear, detect magic, read language, dispel magic, polymorph self, Telekinesis. That's what we're using. Really? Five gold pieces, five thousand gold pieces away. Project image. Use a symbol of fear of discord. And gate in a demon of type one to four. <laughs> so you keep gating. That's right. Gating and gating and gating and gating and gating. Some type four demons have names. And these can be spoken with if the can be spoken with if the conjuring party knows the proper one to say. This will make it 90% certain the demon will listen to offers of great rewards. For some small service, these demons are also fond of human flesh and blood. Wait, so if I know the name. Right, we're going back to the name, the real name. And I can conjure it. Right. 90% certain he will listen, they will listen to offers. I assume 10%. Is that's where the also fond of human flesh and blood is to refer to the 10% chance that they right. don't listen to your offer? Yes. Okay, got it. All right. All right, so you, you're, you're making a DM rule, a, a decision that this thing can. Operate underwater easily. A demon. Yeah, easily. Okay. Okay. That's the same thing with like poison. Poison. Are they immune to poison? Does it say on there? Mm. Okay. Let me see. Okay. Is is there air in hell in the abyss? In all the six hundred sixty six layers, I would say no. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't think Ublox has lungs. Okay. All right. Type four demon is there. So now we're rolling. Well, they, are, they can be poison, which is weird. So, yes, the type 4 demon is there, and, and I, I tell the demon, just bring him up to the surface, and then we'll take care of him. And then I'll take care of you, because apparently I have to give him to do a small favor. Oh, okay. Well, at least I'll have a chance to parlay. Okay, all right. So, wait, all right, so let's roll. Roll for initiative? Yeah. Okay. Five. Because all of a sudden there's a... Five simultaneous. So, I, like, we both, so you, you blink in, essentially, right, I, gate in. And I'm gonna get because I got to figure out how far telekinesis works. Because the gate opens, right? Yeah, the gate opens. That's pretty startling. It is. I was like, "What the heck is happening?" And water's flushing in, and the demons pumping out. And... I think it's like my my lord, my god. Yeah, this organ. Like, yes. And next thing, this thing walks through. You never know what's gonna walk through that gate. Well, exactly. Okay. Yeah, right. this is very disturbing. This is well. This has been disturbing since we started this with the stuff of this. But telekinesis. I think it's a fifth level spell. Yes. Page 82. What's the range? Oh, the range is not very good. Uh, it's only one thing per round. So I'm going to give you a chance. If, um, I'm going to give, let's see, because it's, 
I'm going to say he's 12th level ability to cast it. So it's 120 yards away. It's simultaneous. What's your movement underwater? Saga? Yes. It's coming. This is very good. It is 24 inches. Oh, it's, I'll put in the pronunciation. Oh, they're going to put it on Discord for Oh, me. thank you. 24 inches. 24 inches. So I'm going to give it a 50-50 chance that by the time I try to start telekinesis on you, you have got out of range. Got it. All right. Am I so, out of range? I'm going to use the anger monk. Yeah, that sounds perfect. No. no. Oh. Right. Okay. So now here's what happened. Telekinesis. Have we gone over telekinesis before? Because it's not like instant. It's not like you're, I bounce you around. Like it's a, it's a slow-moving train. I don't think we've gone over this before. Yeah, well, this is why we do this show. So telekinesis is on page 82. Of the player's hand? Yes, thank you. By means of the spell, it's able to move objects and by will force by concentrating and moving them mentally. Telekinesis spell causes the desired object to move vertically, horizontally. Movement is to the first round, for the second, eight, et cetera, et cetera. Note that telekinesis can be used on opponents who fall who fail fall within the weight category, but they're able to employ a simple they're, but if they are able to employ as simple as countermeasure as an enlarged spell, for example, that could be easily countered. So in other words, but you're 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 under the weight. Uh, okay. So you are, I'm moving you back at two. So you're trying to move forward at twenty-four. You're just trying to move me back? I'm trying to bring you back towards me. You're swimming in the oh, water. I'm trying I to pull see. you back. Oh, yeah. You're going to grab me. I gotcha. I understand. Okay. But you... So here's the way it works is I can move you back to the first round, then four, then eight, then 16. Oh, you're but, it's like a tractor beam. Yeah, you're it's like a slowly... Right. Oh, it stinks. So I'm like trying to swim away and you're pulling me towards you. Yeah, but the thing is, the good news is that you're still moving at 24. Oh, meaning I'm going to get out of the range? You're going to get out of range. That's the way I would rule. I'm going to swim away? Yes, you're going to so swim. I'm the fish that got away? You're the fish that got away. Wow. You escaped. That means? Because you're out of tractor range. That means you didn't win. Correct. But you didn't win either. You escaped. There's no chance. There is no chance. Do we have a shootout now? Do we go into overtime? Uh <laughs> Well, I think the Sahagan, if there's a, if, I think he should be happy that he left the field. Unless he wants to turn around and try to fight a type 4 demon and is stuck with this. Okay, so who, who should, who should go, advance to the next round? What, how are you going to reel that? I'm going to say, should the, succ, should the succubus, because I don't know how to pronounce the other one, should the succubus go to the next round? No. Wait, should the uh, Sahagan go to the next round? Or, uh, all right, we'll do a new one next time. There's no champ, no winner. Sahagin. Yeah, there's no winner. Sahagin, no winner. There's no winner. Well, we learned about telekinesis, gating. Or, 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 mm -hmm. no, no, this is what should be next episode. Is another, she's still on. This should be her vacation. Right. This, this should be. For February, the succubus vacation? Right. So she's on vacation. Yeah, she's not a winner. This is just her vacation. This is the <laughs> succubus out on the town. Yeah, she's done with the beach. Right. So she'll have a city adventure. Right. So the succubus the random encounter is now the su succubus. Succubus on vacation. Yeah. Spring break. Spring break succubus. Yes. Spring. I was going to say that one of the vacation ones with, uh, what is the name? Chevy, was it Chevy oh, Chevy? National Lampoon's. Uh, yeah, no, but this is better. I like your spring break is better. Succubus spring break. Succubus gone wild. Let's, Maybe. Let's, let's start with succubus spring break. Let's start with succubus spring break. All right.
We'll do that. That'll that'll be that'll be a uh, a uh, a VCR tape <laughs> later. If 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 this was successful, if this is successful. The succubus spring break. All right, we have we have our new segment for the next month. Succubus spring break. This is very eighty three. It is. Yeah, it's a movie. I love it. Succubus spring break. Put some clothes on. Give <laughs> succubus. <laughs> All right. Second like spring break. And yeah. First, got a Sahagan. So, it's kind of like, this is going to be kind of like weird science. Right. Sahagan. So it's next, you got to remember, she's going Sahagin. into the city. Sahagan? Yep, she's going to the city. So she's been at the beach, then she's going to the city. I love it. Spring break. What? Mm-hmm. We need to give her like a valley elf, valley girl name. Well, what was the name of the uh, your weird science girl? What? Rick. They uh, someone put it up there, didn't they? Oh, that. Well, Kelly LeBrock was her name. Yeah, was, okay. I don't know what her name was in the show. Kelly. Let's have Kelly. 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 That's very, that's very Kelly the succubus. <laughs> what? That's right. Oh my God, she's a terrible demon. What's your name? Kelly? That's <laughs> oh, like Buffy. That's not too bad. Or Buffy. Yeah, Kelly, I like oh, it. Kelly's good. Because yeah. no, Kelly's from you know, Kelly LeBrock. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, she, she, she looks like Kelly LeBrock. Or Heather. Oh, Heather would have been good too. Heather's good. Heather's a very easy. But we're going with Kelly. All right. All right, excellent. Well, that was good. That was good. Uh, next, we're on to sage advice. Okay. This is the segment of the show where one of us reads sage advice questions from Dragon Magazine to the other, mm-hmm. and the other tries to be sagacious by getting them right. So, on this segment, I am reading the questions to James. These come from August 1983, so we're a little bit ahead of ourselves. August 1983, Dragon Magazine. James, are you ready? Uh, I'm, I'm, I've been waiting all day for this. Question number one. Can a dungeon master give away magical items in an adventure? Yes. And then later say that the items operate at reduced effectiveness or have wholly new powers? They can, but that would be lame. You are correct, sir. <clears throat> It, uh, and yours was more concise. I like it better. It may be that the DM had planned ahead that certain magic items would indeed change their abilities over time. A Wand of Wonder, for instance, constantly does unpredictable things. But often DMs alter magic items as a way of bringing the campaign back into order if they find they've given away some powerful items and are too tough to manage. This is not a good way of handling the situation since it does violate the spirit of the rules. But it is one way to handle things. It would be better to set up situations working within the rules than to arbitrarily say, well, your plus four sword is now plus one sword. Players will accept changes done within the rules better than if they feel, and rightly so, that they are getting rooked. Okay, very good. Uh, Can a player character become a free-willed vampire? and be played like any other player character. Oh, what was that? Can a, vampire, can a player character play a vampire like any other character? A free will. So can a player character become a free willed vampire and be played like any other player character? Now, maybe we should talk about this. We talked about this before. Right, we have. Because this was news to me. Right. If you can, if you, you, if you are what, bitten? If you, okay. if you are killed by a vampire, right. you will raise up as a vampire half a normal vampire under the control of the vampire who bit you, slain you. Any, I'm on page 99 of Vampire. In Monster Manual, yeah. In Monster Manual. 
any human or humanoid drained of all life energy by a vampire becomes an appropriately strength vampire. What is an appropriately strength vampire? Oh, I mean, whatever you're... Oh, then, it, then, it's, then it's not half. Well, some of the other ones make it half, so it's... A... Yeah, like a half white? Or... Yeah, I thought it was half. An appropriately not... strength vampire under control of its slayer. This transformation takes place one day after the creature is buried. Yeah, we talked about this hilarious. But if and only if the creature is buried, thus it is possible to have a vampiric thief, cleric, etc. If the vampire which slew the creature is itself killed, the vampires created by it become free will monsters. Now, of course, players saw this, and they're like, oh, awesome. Right. Kill me, vampire. They, they're going to the vampire. They're going right. to Ravenloft right. and saying, yeah. kill me, drain, or drain me. Yeah. Drain me of life, and then bury me, please. And that's what I think appropriately strength means, because after you're drained, you come back as yourself again. The appropriate meaning, what you, so the level the before you were drained. Right. right. Wait, does that mean you're like a 16th level? Right. But I'm under the power. But you're under the power. Right. So the vampire really wants to, he, he could create a vampire army. Well, absolutely. That's why, that's why we don't understand why they're not doing that. Right. Well, I don't think so. Just picking people off. But then, oh, and then the problem is, if you kill it, so that's very risky. Don't kill it. Killing vampires, you could be setting loose. Right. A whole bunch of people. Not free willy, right. free vampires. Free, free vampires. That's Does, why you kill the vampire and everyone's and like, hey, I did a great thing. That's right. I killed, you know, Dracula. And now there's, there's 55,000 other vampires that are going. Like, you idiot. What do you mean, you idiot? I killed Dracula. You knucklehead. Okay. Right, exactly. So obviously that's what players wanted to do. Right. So the question is, can a player character become a free-willed vampire and be played like any other player character? No. You're correct. You don't you want your reward? Yeah, I do. A player character who becomes a vampire also be also becomes a non-player character under the dungeon master's control. Otherwise, the character is too powerful, and the game balance starts to disappear as the PC vampire vampire vampirizes vampiri, vampirizes terrorizes. vampirizes I love it. Vampirizes the country vampirizing the countryside. Uh, all That's a great album, too. Vampirizing. It's hard to say. Though. Was that a tour? Vampirizing. Yeah, the world. The free world vampires. All <laughs> That's un- the band. That's the band. All undead creatures should be NPCs. To emphasize. Yeah, I mean, it's like, hey, like you got your butt. Yeah, he's a zombie. <laughs> he's like part of the party. So, yeah, it was unfortunate. All undead creatures should be NPCs to emphasize the human-centric nature of the AD&D game. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, you know, I know there was that stuff in the DMG about monsters as player characters, but I think, you know, again, um, I would probably allow it if they were higher enough level, but yeah, third level thief, vampire, that's not going to work. Okay. That's not good. Right, well, so yeah, so it's, so it's all right. Can a DM award experience points to players for solving riddles, defusing traps, setting up clever ambushes, and so forth? If so, how many points should be awarded? Uh, yes, they can give a, they can give points if they choose to, uh, it should, but it should be commensurate to the thing that they're doing. Um, again, the goal should be they should be getting it for treasure, beating monsters. How much would you say would be like the max on doing something like that? XP, five hundred. Okay, you're you're pretty close. I'm gonna guess. This is a problem. This is where you're correct. This is a problem for individual DMs to resolve. Though I would recommend giving out experience points for such actions, 
since doing so tends to encourage further creativity on the player's part. As a rule of thumb, so this was just a rule of thumb, no more than 100 experience points uh, should be awarded for exceptionally clever actions. Most deeds that involve solving riddles and the like would probably earn about 10 to 20 experience points or so. Which is, seems a little ridiculously low because you get like 10 experience points for killing a goblin. It seems a little low. I agree, though. Right, you, know, you, you should be happy to... Wait, so you said it seems low or it seems high? It seems their amount is low. Oh, you can say it's high. Killing a goblin is dangerous, sir. I mean, that's I'm risking but, my life. But a this, riddle is but, one of oh, my well, risks. this riddle, I don't know if the riddle is... A puzzle, I, I was thinking puzzle or a trap or something. like. Wasn't there a trap was one of he those? He did say that, I think. Diffusing traps. Yeah, that's so true. trap is not trivial. That's like hurt locker. That's yeah. serious business. Yeah, that you could die from. So that's why I was kind of... Yeah, puzzle... Like a Jenga puzzle, yeah, I agree, or or you know some kind of Chinese finger trap. That would be one thing, but Goblin is. You said ten experience points. What what can get? What can you get for ten experience points? I think thieves. I don't think people recognize oftentimes how dangerous thieves work is. You know, you're diffusing traps. Right. You're like that's serious business. That's why thieves have short shelf lives. You better live fast. That's why they're like, mm, I don't feel like you can. They want to be jerks. There's a reason because they don't live long typically. The average adventure for a, th- one, a lifespan, 1.3 adventures. Did you know that? I did not know. 1.3 is wow. the average lifespan. Where'd you get that? Members. Where'd you get that fact from? 1.3. That's just just go with good it. authority. Okay. okay. All right. I'm trying to look for something that's worth 10 experience points. Uh, so far, scanning quickly. You know what's worth 10 experience points? Finding 10 gold pieces on the floor right. at, a, at a bar. Right, right. So far, a goblin, the goblin, goblin is worth from 10 to 16 experience points, killing a goblin. What about a centipede? Giant centipede is probably worth a lot because it has poison. Have you ever went to pick up a coin and it was like stuck to something and you feel like an idiot and you can't get it? There was right. a quarter on the floor. And I'm like, trying, I'm like, oh, why wouldn't I take a quarter? Right. And it's a quarter's stuck. worth it. You think someone just... Glued it there. Just to ma- and w- there probably is a video of you yes. doing it somewhere. And you're laughing I'm, on, I'm, you. on, I'm on YouTube <laughs> somewhere. I was probably on funny some video. Oh, a jackal. Five plus one hit points or a cobalt. Wait, a, oh, the, oh, like not a jackal. Where? No, just a jackal. So cobalt, all right. You could murder a jackal who has half hit dice or a cobalt half hit dice and get as much experience than figuring, than disarming a deadly trap. Okay. I think it's a little low. I love the next question. This is great. Ready for this? I never thought of this, James. This okay. is this is this question is incredible. Ready? If player characters manage to kill off every monster in a dungeon, can they take the dungeon over as their own? Right. That's a look. That is a I great never question. thought about that. You just you're like, yeah, this is our our, our dungeon now. Why? Well, people, and it's interesting. I'm I'm sure they're going to say no, but I'm I would say yes, and and. The, the logic behind that would be, so like in L1, Bone Hill, there is a secret hideout in the city that has monsters, and they if they defeat them, they take it over as their base in the town. Uh, or they, they have that, and then there's the keep. If they they cleared out the keep, we've you know if, if like keep mm-hmm. in the Borderlands or the Caves of Chaos, right? I think if they clear out the Caves of Chaos, they could take that over in theory. So I'm going to say yes, but I'm pretty sure they're going to say no, that the dungeon's alive and it will regenerate and repopulate and blah, 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 blah. Well, one of the issues, too, is that the Castellian, right, would, would may say he may claim owner. I mean, just because right. 
you know, I, I take this stuff seriously just right. because you've cleared it out. doesn't I mean that's your property. Right, unless you've negotiated that as part of the terms. I'm right. I mean, that land is, is not yours, sir. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, I think you are, you, are, you are right. You are correct on this. It depends on the DM. And you said you would, so that's fine. But actually, there is no reason why the characters couldn't do this. Oh, okay, great. In truth, it might not be such a bad idea. Uh, one of the rare times that sage advice has not just thrown cold water on right. some kid's idea. From the standpoint of campaign balance, uh, the cost involved in renovating the X dungeon, hiring workers, flipping dungeons. Yeah, right. See, it's become. You see, now they are throwing a little cold. It's becoming work now. Right. Do you guys understand what it takes to run a dungeon? Right. You know, these monsters. It wasn't just. They're not just their happenstance. They're, right. They're doing a lot of work there. You, you see the broom closet. Yeah. The dung. The dung that they lay out. Someone's got to put it there. Right. Right. It's, it's not just making itself a better. Right. Right. You think you know? Think they just come with an odiog? No. Right? right. Or a gelatinous cube? Right. Who's going to no. clean the place out? You got to have that. Right. You gotta uh, buy the starter set. Weren't we doing starter sets of what was? Oh, the shriekers. You gotta get starter set shriekers. This is very expensive. To pro- so they're out there. The general card is like, well, to properly equip. <laughs> I mean, to properly equip a dungeon. Yeah. You need shriekers. The, the stalactites, which the, the right. piercers. Yep. The piercers. Og tug. The Atlas cube. Right. Green slime. Right. Well, and then you gotta you know, and you're gonna you know, you have to negotiate with the local thieves guild. Right. And pay off the Assassin's Guild and all this stuff, right? Grease their palms. You want an ogre to do random things for you while you're there? There's well, a lot. at least he's the bouncer. Right. Right? Are you the guard? There's a lot of work. There's a lot of things involved. Those dungeons also don't take care of themselves. You got to negotiate with the local goblins union? There was a great game I played back in the 90s. Speaking of the 90s, uh, Dungeon Keeper was like that. You basically, you took the, the idea of the actual dungeon and you tried to keep the heroes would come and try to invade. <laughs> and so you were, you were the, like the the super being that would build the dungeon to keep the heroes out. Well, that's the problem. You're like now the bad guy. If you take over the dungeon, and here, here's what they say, uh, and so forth, will eat up an enormous sum of cash. Whenever the players leave the dungeon to go somewhere, as you noted, new monsters, a few, might move in if they haven't properly warded and guarded the place. Characters involved in fixing the place up won't be able to adventure for a long time if they personally supervise everything. Maybe the ruler of the dungeon had some friends from other places. Maybe even some from outer planes who plan to drop in sometime. Oh, wow. They might not like... I guess. They might not like seeing that the ownership of the dungeon has changed hands. I mean, that's right. I mean, so, you know, the succubus shows up, right. and she's like, who the hell are you? It's like that Geico commercial. Well, this place is great, but it has demons. Yeah. Demon succubus is here. Expired. Right. Yeah, because they got the Expired. old addresses. Right. That's right. They don't know anything. Who are changed. you? Yeah. Of course, there will always be the chance that things might uh, might tunnel up from below one day. Like oh, yeah. drow, mind flares, troglodytes, orcs, purple worms, umber hulks. The list goes on and on. You get the idea. Okay. Very good. I like that. Well, I, again, I think it would be um, depending on that. I mean, I certainly have no problems with them taking uh, like a thieves hideout when they've I've, I've heard them you know I've seen parties do that they've taken a thieves hideout in um, Sinister Secret of Saltmarsh they took over the boat Sea Ghost they, they love that stuff right that makes wow. it fun okay well, but there also you know there is that thing of I think the DM does need to keep it real quote unquote by having if they take the thieves hideout over and they don't protect it 
maybe some old thieves members that they didn't kill come back and they steal everything. Yes. That's right. That's yeah. right. That makes perfect sense. If they just if they disappear for six months and they come back and go, hey, what happened? You know, they they can't be surprised if that. Or it'd be kind of cool if they did set up traps that you know they find the thief dead that they because of course he's coming back into and he thinks the password's rosebud to get past the trap right. and now it's right. Right, snickerdoodle. He didn't do this. He didn't put the chalk down there. He didn't put the chalk here. Right, that's right. So that's why yeah. would you put that? Because it never knows. One last question. Yeah. What happens if a gamma world mutant hits an AD and D character with the power de-evolution? Well, I guess I have to look in since I've I've never played Gamma World. I've. So I'm assuming I'm looking in the book. Well, I really was just assuming you were just going to say I have no idea. No, no I can't do that. Really? I have to be sagacious. Being sagacious is making stuff up. So, what happens if a Gamma World mutant, Gamma World mutant, hits an AD and D character with the power de-evolution? Well, it doesn't say specifically in here. So obviously, Gamma World mutants have some power called de-evolution. Yeah. Well, it's, I'm looking. The reason I'm looking at page one thirteen, one fourteen, and I'll the tell DMG. you what it is. Let me give you a hint. It is a mental attack or or, or radiation type attack. Okay. It's well. Um, blah 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 blah. Uh, I would say they get a they make get a saving throw, and if they, it would be treated like a psionic attack. That would be my guess. You are incorrect about the saving throw. De evolution will automatically strip an AD in character of one level for Gamma World combat round, meaning that's six life levels. Wow. Well, yeah, you think, yeah, you think I thought undead were bad, right? Six, meaning that six life levels will be lost per AD&D round. Per round. Wow. I don't know what this thing the evolution is. is. Well, it sounds like it brings them back, brings, you know, de- devolves them. So. so these views are like, are they like touching you? Or is it like mental radiation? Okay. There you go. That sounds powerful. Ready for this? This was confirmed by, you know who confirmed this? Gary Gaga. Oh, Tim Kath. Jim Ward. Oh, Jim Ward. He did, of course, he read Gamble. He wrote, he wrote it, right? The co-author of the Gamble World Rules. And you thought vampires were bad. Ah, there you go. AD&D characters drained of life levels by de-evolution simply die yeah. and do not become undead. If raised, the character so affected will be a zero-level character. All right. Wow, that is sucks. So now at least Literally. you know when people say you complain about undead, you're like, come on, man, are you yeah. kidding me? You're lucky I didn't put a devolver in there. Uh, yeah, Game World Mutant comes along. All uh, right. Yeah, well, that, uh, that's, on that note, that is disturbing. I'm not a big fan of the... I mean, Barry Peaks was great. But I wouldn't, I'm not a big cross guy because that cross, what do they call those cross shows when they bring peanut butter and jelly together? Uh, 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 oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? When they bring two series together and they cross. Yeah, that's like a mishmash. Yeah, mishmash. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mashup. Yeah, very good. Mashup. 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 That's Mashup. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. We are now ready for Artifact Roadshow. What are we doing on this one, Dan? On this segment of the show. I bring an item that I am not identified, but I suspect might be quite valuable yeah. to James, who is going to try to identify it without the help of an identification spell and tell me whether it's valuable or not and also indicate what he believes the value of the item is. 
And, you, is, and you've pre-rolled this to save time, unlike everything else we do here. This was a suggestion from our good friend and friend of the show, Ron Christopher, and it seemed like a great idea. And for next Mad Libs, we will write down them and publish it before we do it. People can start thinking of things. That, right, exactly. This, we, we, this we, is a pilot thing. This is what happens. We, 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 we were just testing this right. out. Experiment. Okay. So you are re you're ready. Do you need a prop? I do not need a prop. Okay. Hello. Well, hello. Welcome to Artifact Roadshow. I'm, I'm Jim, and this is Jack. We're here to see what you bring to us today. Um, it's parked outside. Wow, it's parked I outside. I couldn't bring, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of, kind of big. I couldn't bring it in here. Wow, we didn't do a remote thing, but, uh. Oh, can you, yeah, can, you, can we go, is that all right? Can we go outside? Well, I, I guess, sure. Let's, let's go off camera and see if we can see it. Well, let's walk off camera. Oh, okay, all right, pre all right. Pretend, because that'll be really up. Okay, all right. All, all right, right, so what do, what do you have here? So, well, I, I and as you. Wow, this is big. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, I, 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 I I don't know what what the heck it is. It just it showed up in my front yard wow, one really? day and it's just stayed there. Um, I don't know if it's from out the outer space, maybe or something. It's very strange. You, what you are looking at, mm -hmm. James, is it appears to be a small hut. Oh my goodness! Of ordinary appearance, a circular thatched structure of fifteen foot diameter. And ten foot high, but there's more, James. Okay. As as you see, sir, this is. I thought it was. Oh, just, let's go back inside. This thing's. I mean, I, I got an idea. Let's uh, let's talk about it. I I thought it was just you know an ordinary hut. Now there was some was something kind of strange about it. it was because you see, uh, um, I I didn't build a hut, so that was what was weird about it. It just appeared. Right outside your home. Correct. And when I started walking over to inspect said hut, it, as you probably noticed there, it strangely, it, it seems to have legs. And, and now, what I understand, I, I, I've seen a chicken or two, right. and these are definitely foul legs. But wow, they're like chicken legs. They're like chicken legs, yes, very much like my legs. They're like chicken legs. Uh, and it, would, it, it stood up mm -hmm. on, on these chicken legs. Wow. Um, and every now and then, it would sort of walk around a little bit. Without your knowledge. It just did it on its own. Uh, well, I will, I will I'll wake up in the morning, and I look out there, and it's moved a <laughs> huh. little bit. It just kind of wanders around like a chicken. Now, I, I didn't catch your name. What was your name again? Walt. Walt. What, what do you do for a living, Walt? Well, I'm a, I'm a gardener. A gardener. So outside your garden. Well, I'm between jaws. Oh, you are? What happened? <laughs> well, what happened was when this chicken thing arrived, mm -hmm. people, so what I used to do is I used to, well, I guess I am still a gardener. Uh, I don't know if you're a gardener if if you just garden, but you, you can't sell any of it. Because mm -hmm. what happened was when this chicken thing came, People started saying I was the devil person and ah. stuff like that, and that I had been worshiping devils and that I was bringing evil into the neighborhood. And, and all you do is, left. and all you want to be is a gardener. I just wanted to garden, and I really just want to get rid of this this damn hut thing. Right. Uh, but I, for the life of me, I can't get in it. And when I walked up to it, it sprung legs. 
Yeah, and, and, it, and it seemed aggressive. Oh, it's an aggressive... This is amazing. Has there been other things that have fell, befelled your village because of this uh, the chicken, moving chicken hut? It, no, the only, the, this is the only thing that just seems to be a plague on me. Uh, I it seems that people felt that I had been cursed uh, and that this chicken thing had been... It's had following been, you around, apparently, because you brought it here. It follows me, James. It, it, sorry. Oh, it's Can a, I have it's, a it's, moment? It's, it's, I'm it's, sorry. Would you, like the, would you like the therapy, dog? <laughs> we have this for people when, they're, when, they're, when, the, when, the, when it's too much. James, this damn hut is... It's ruined my life. Uh, it's this hut. That. It follows me. I can't go anywhere without this stupid you hut. You hear that? Following me, and people say it's 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 clearly it's it's some sort of it's some sort of curse. And when I every time that I would go up to this thing, it would make this. It, it would it it would these legs would deliver a blow to Ooh, me. Wow! I would hurt. And you me. survived? It hurt me. Well, that's a big hat. That's a big hut. Well, it, it 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 seemed to fumble on that one. Oh, and it and 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 so I can't even get near the thing. Wow, and I I just don't know what to do. And I was hoping you could help figure out what you could diagnose this. Maybe you could, you maybe you have a cleric could do a remove curse something like well, you're this. You're pretty you're pretty versed in the ways of uh, absolving yourself. You well, seem to I, know a lot more than a gardener would know. Well, I did I did the internet research on how to <laughs> oh. on how to get rid of a curse. Right. right, I researched this. And, I, and you do research as a gardener? There's some things you're not telling us about uh, Walt. I, my name's Walt. I'm a gardener. I'm, I'm Walt. I'm a I'm a gar, I'm a gardener, Walt. Okay. Walt. I I'm a gardener. Well, you know, it's just it's, it's, it's <laughs> roll initiative. <laughs> initiative. <laughs> come on, chicken! Come on, chicken! Get James. So the chicken's gone wild. I'm so sad to hear this, but um, I, I don't really have very good news for you because this this hut that has appeared is very ill omened. Um, do you have small children or? Some other uh, possessions that um, that you have that you prize or you're concerned about. Well, I'm a bachelor. Oh, but I do have children. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, they don't talk to me or are estranged. Um, uh, you think that this chicken is coming for some sort of item? Uh, well, if it is what I think it is. Yes. Um, my understanding of this. Is a, a powerful, cre powerful creature, evil force, uh, developed this, and is it's tr basically traveling uh, house that it ro roams the countryside and befalls terrible curses on those things. But typically, they search out. Um, you know, it's a folk. I thought it was legend and folklore, but apparently, this has befall befelled you. Um, I, I I really don't have much to say except uh, if you were to sell it in auction, maybe <laughs> maybe someone would buy it from you who is powerful enough to rid the curse from you. But whatever this whatever is is inside that hut is fixated on you, Walt, and it's very unlikely you will not escape its grip. I'm I'm sorry. Would you like to pet the dog some more? Because that's all I can I can do for you. Yeah, oh, this is terrible. I can, all right. Well, I guess I'll just I'll just. 
leave with this hut. Well, you want to try to sell it right now? Maybe someone will buy it. You know, we have a lot of buyers here. We have, uh, there's actually someone from, is on spring break who came and is uh, thinking about buying a home. Uh, Would would that come with a guarantee that they would be responsible for removing said hut from my property? You seem to be very concerned about the litigious aspects of this. Uh, You seem to be very versed for a farmer. I'm concerned that this darn hut is not leaving me alone. Well, you can you can work on the terms of that with the potential buyer. But if uh, I would say this is uh, my understanding is this was created by a great witch named Baba Yaga, and it's her hut. Oh my God! Yes, this is terrible news. And um, I'm just gonna hope for the best. I'm just gonna hope it goes away one day. But you know, if you can take this money, if you could sell it. Um, and I would downplay the curse and the fact that it's following you around and just say, hey, I brought it here. Um, typically, they have command oh. words. And so if you, you know, I'm, I can't tell you to make up things, but maybe you may have heard some command words or utterances that maybe if you could relay that to the owner, the future owner, maybe you could take this money and start a new life. How much do you think I would get if I sold this oh, on the market? I'm going to say an auction... Uh, I don't know how much you should rate it for insurance because that's probably said, but I would say 75,000 gold. Oh pieces. my golly. It's a lot of turnips. You'd now, is, this, is that price you think, is that the price with the command word or without yes, the command yes, word? Yes, with the command words and the fact that you own it. But Without the command word, how much do you think this would fetch on the market? Uh, about 75 silver pieces. <laughs> oh my, oh golly. Do you think Baba Yaga, is this, is this sorceress in there, do you think? Like, is she operating it like... A, a one of those uh, walkers on uh, Star Wars? Is she in there? What's the um, Star Wars are you on... talking about? I oh, yeah, there was this. Uh, it was it happened a long, long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, a long, long time ago. You, you're very versed in, and know a lot of things. You sure you haven't, sure there's nothing else going on in your life? Are you not world? familiar with the multiverse concept, sir? That's strange. That, what? You have no learned it at all. Well, I, I mean, I've, I understand some of it because this is my job, but a simple thing. Gardeners shouldn't know these things, I would think. Maybe perhaps you... Have you been delving in the multiverse? I was do, I was do, dabbling. You think maybe I brought this. So mm-hmm. I've been doing some traveling to different universes. Yeah. That, Is that wrong? Well, it's Dangerous? not... It's a little... Have you seen the ethereal travel uh, random encounter table? That's pretty scary. So, so I've just been lucky. You've been very lucky, except mm-hmm. your luck seems like it's run out. Mm-hmm. I remember and actually, I'd like you to leave now. Because I, I think I'm becoming, place, a, place is at risk. I'm becoming uncomfortable with the fact you've been here long enough. God only knows what else is coming. Okay, well, thank you. I'll, I'll see you around. Oh, uh, I hope not. See uh, you around, James. <laughs> Who lives at 1214 Knucklebone, Knucklebone Road. Road. <laughs> see you later. Uh, I'll be seeing you. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, no. All right. Hold on. Where was that? Like I said, I'm lost. <laughs> the gardener. <laughs> okay. Very good, James. Very impressed. You are absolutely correct. That is, in fact, Baba Yaga's hut. You were very close on its value. I love this idea of a sale value on Baba Yaga's hut. 90000 right? $75,000. You did a great job because you're absolutely right about the command work. Ages ago, 
the most powerful female mage ever known, spent much of her power in the creation of a magical dwelling of superb character. So basically, she's like building this thing, right? So this is like, she's like, okay. Well, we know a lot about this because this was the basis of an adventure done by our dear friend Carlos Leisman was our tournament module. That was the Correct. That's and, why I knew. That's why I knew more about this than probably I would have known. And Roger Moore and in a Dragon Magazine article, yes. right? right? And guess what? In the Sage Advice, I held this back. There's a question: What is Baba Yaga's hut? Oh, so we get to read about that too. So here it is. So, so she made this. Mm -hmm. So she's like, okay, I need some like way to live and walk around. Yeah. Right. So when she passed to another plane. So she's going to another plane. What does that past mean? Just okay. Not dead. Dead okay. sounds you think like. Think so. Okay. But not dead because she doesn't die. Oh, so when she passed to another plane, her hut disappeared. So when she was alive, it was just like whatever. Yeah. It's like oh yeah, there's Baba Yaga. Her hut. She comes walking through. So she just shows up at like the market, the yeah. hut, and she well, comes pops out. Except she's a terrifying creature that kills people, yeah. children. Apparently. That's the indie. Yeah. Just yeah. A succubus on the beach. Right. Right. That's true. It is what it is. I mean, just don't annoy her. Right. Exactly. It'll be fine. Right. There's Baba Yaga. Act normal, James. Okay. So, all right. So, her hut disappeared. It's only been rumored to have been seen once or twice since. Ah, so she's not necessarily in the hut anymore. Correct. Okay. Baba Yaga developed a small hut of ordinary appearance, a circular thatched structure, or 15 foot diameter and 10 feet high, to this dwelling. So, it's like the TARDIS. It's going to be bigger on the inside. Yes. To this dwelling are attached two powerful foul legs, 12 feet long, which appear to be stilts. Oh, so it's just two legs. So, yeah, yeah. it's like a chicken. Yeah. Uh, furthermore, the hut has intelligence, high, and human senses, plus infravisual ability, 120 feet, and ultravisual. Inside the hut is a small palace. Oh, so if you get this place, it's awesome. Yes. Oh, no wonder it's selling for so much. It's selling, it's, it's, it, it's better than, oh, except for maybe Dwarren's Instant Fortress, which is another super cool thing, but they're all, but that's a normal magic item. Still powerful. Yeah, what do, what do adventurers always want? Some place to hang out and relax while they adventure. That would be it. That's great. Inside the hut is a small palace, garden, fountains of water and wine, and 30 rooms on three floors, all lavishly and richly furnished. Despite the commodious interior, the bird legs can move Baba Yaga's hut up to 48 inches speed over swamp, 36 over rock. So it's better over swamp. It's better over swamp. 36 over rough or normal train, 12 foot over hills, through force, etc. The hut will obey commands from one person, the one first using a key phrase, and can come to call from as far away as one league. Its legs deliver blows equal to those of a hill giant, two attacks per round, to any so rash as to come near without invitation or knowing the command phrase. The legs are armor class 2 and can take 48 hit points of damage each, regenerating at one hit point per melee round. The walls of the hut are the equivalent of five feet thick granite. The hut has, and it has a bunch of powers. Yes. So, but you got to know the command word. Right. So you'd have to go on a big, again, big adventure and all right. that. She had a command word. She died. Or oh, she's not here. We oh, she's not here. Oh, that's right. She's not here. She, quote, passed to another right. plane. So the first person, the one first using, well, it says first using a key phrase. The one first using. That's so if I'm the first one to use it, then you're in command of it until I'm killed, or till some yeah, until something happens, you pass it to the next person. I guess. So that's the good news. Okay, and then in sage advice, somebody said, "So so timely, dice don't lie." 
Who was Baba Yaga? Oh, who was Baba Yaga? The magic user lady. Lady. You're a nice lady. Who made the hut. Artifact DMG. According to David Nall's assessment of her in issue number 53 of Dragon 53. Magazine. Baba Yaga was a cannibalistic ogre witch. Yeah. Ooh. Who dwelled in old Russia. There's, yeah. there's Russia. She was chaotic evil with all the powers of a 20th level magic user, a 15th level illusionist, a 10th level druid, and a 12th level fighter. Her vital stats are AC7, 24 move, 150 hit points, 80% magic resistance, hit only by magical weapons, 8 feet in height, she's non-human, and her ability scores are 22 strength, 24 intelligence, 17 wisdom, 16 dex, 18 con, 2 charisma. The sight of her causes fear and awe, minus 3 to save versus spell, and anyone looking into her eyes must save versus spell at minus 5 or yeah. be charmed I don't have into yeah. doing her bidding. If her spells fail or she isn't feeling especially mean, she'll attack with her two clawed hands and her fanged mouth. Each set of claws does 2 to 16 points of damage, plus 1 to 12 points of poison if fail against poison. Her bite does 1 to 10 damage. Avoid her at all costs. Yeah. I wonder if those stats match up with the stats in Roger Moore's Dragon Magazine, Hutta Baba Yaga, which I believe then became a macho. Is it expanded? Is it well, and then player? obviously, um, again, Carlos produced it as well, but I don't know if you actually fought Bobby. We died. We killed everyone off. I think Bobby Yaga hired you, didn't she? Bobby yes. Yaga hired you. Yeah, but we don't think you ever fight her. Okay, so, that would be a death. so so the huts can be a lot of fun. So yes. people can use, so it's not so much about Bobby Yaga. I mean, I know people love Bobby Yaga, obviously, but the hut is kind of cool because yeah. the hut can be a, an adventure in itself without, she's not in there. You just, right. you find the hut. Yes, well. And you need the command word. Yes. Okay, got it. But besides that, it's awesome. Oh, yeah, if you get the command word. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you're like, so clearly back in the day, there were groups of adventurers all, adventurers all over the place. They're going around in Bobby Yaga's hut. Right. Right, the DM is giving them the hut. And that's great. I mean, that's fun. What, no problems. Right. That's how they get from adventure to adventure. You better be high level, because if you got the hut, everyone and their mother wants a hut. Though that's oh, true. Oh, so you're like a big target. That's yeah. why Walt's, Walt's time in this world is short. If oh, all he is common. oh, he never should have come to the Artifact Roadshow. Yeah. That was a big mistake. Now they've seen it. He's got to be like on the run. Right, and now me and the dog have been killed by a type 4 demon because they want the hut. They're trying to torture me. Get you me. information. Right. Where's Walt? You've, what do you you've, know? You've killed, you've, Jack and I are dead now because. So you have to, oh, yeah, right. Everyone on the Roadshow has to go to hiding. Right. We're, so we have to shut down the we're actually show? We're actually going to buy the hut and try to go into the hut and escape because we're going to go in the mansion and hopefully escape. Yeah, oh, we have to should we do the Artifact Roadshow from the hut? Inside the hut. <laughs> from, from Baba Yaga's hut? From inside the hut, yes. From now on, that's where we're coming from. The Grog Talk Show comes from Baba Yaga's hut. This is actually one of the rooms in Baba Yaga's hut. I love it. That, that will work. From Baba Yaga's hut. I love it. I think that, I think that will play. So, yes. All right. Well, very good. Um, so you need to add that. From yeah. Baba Yaga at the top, right? From yeah. Baba Yaga's top. I'm going to do that as well. Because otherwise we'll forget. We will. All right. Well, very good. I think with that, we were ready to roll a D10 and see how this puppy was. Okay. This is the part of the show, the end of the show where we roll a d10 to see how good of a show it was from a score of 1 to 10. A 2. 2. Not bad. That's about right. It's early in the year. It is early in the year. Well, it was 7 for the ad lib, so we got some new sh segments. And, uh, and you're going to post those in advance. Well, when you pick it, 
I'm going to post the things. We're going to write it. We're going I to got put, it. And then we'll come back. We'll right? put it in the chat. Exactly. And then, we, and then we can As we're it. getting set up, you can, we can put it in the chat. Exactly. Okay. Or you can text it to me early and I can do that. Whatever you'd like to do. No. I don't want to do anything. Excellent. <laughs> well, with that, uh, for Grog Talk, I'm James. And I'm Dan. And we will see you next time on Grog Talk. Take care. This has been a Bushy Puppy production. All rights reserved.